If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackpot, baby. Raiders fan radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! <laughs> Here Love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano, at the 50, high running down, Oakland football, and I think Oakland victory. I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. You are listening live to Raiders Fan Radio, hosted by Murph, Uncle Mosh, and Swag Jeff. Take it away, guys. Why, thank you, Brump Musburger. And what is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we trust will be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 276 for all those of you out there on the YouTubes. Uh, America, go to the YouTube right now. You could find us there, any podcast provider, any of that kind of stuff. We are here live Oh, sorry about that. Uh, episode 276, and we were in Vegas for the weekend, but it is weekend at Murphy's here. So uh, your buddy Murph right here. I just got back from Vegas just a couple days ago. I was there for almost a week, and there was so much going on. We'll talk all about it. The Bolitnikoff Foundation, all the cocktails, all the gambling, all the craps tables, and then, oh, yeah, the best game ever. You know what I'm screaming? So, yeah, so I don't do this show alone. So to my right, really, really the talent of the show. The talent of the show, really the one that carries us all. It is my best friend and yours, the wonderfully talented, the amazing Swag Jack. Oh my gosh, Murph. Murph, thank you so much for those kind, kind words, my friend. Wow, that was... 
That was unbelievable. I don't know what that sound was. Um, uh, my gosh, that was so. That was so, maybe the best intro that you've ever given me. Uh, that was unbelievable. But I am so excited to be here. I was not at the game in Las Vegas, but I was in Vegas for the Bolitnikoff Foundation event, and we will be talking about that for sure. But uh, my gosh, uh, we have so much to talk about. This is so fun. So, uh, so Murph and I don't do this show alone. Um, so to my right, my best friend and Murph's friend and yours, the one and only Michelle Sweat. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man. Oh, listen, I'm so happy to be here to kind of recount how the weekend went. And I, I just, I don't have enough cool things to say about uh, yeah. what this weekend was like. Yeah. Ooh, man. Un- unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. So, uh, so Murph, if you can uh, reach your hand back over there. So I, I want to brag on my best friend for just a minute because, uh, because I am swag Jeff. So, yeah, you uh, are. so, so uh, yeah, no you, kidding, man. I, I epitomize it. And you helped me do that this week. Oh, so you okay. helped me do it this right. week. So, so oh, shout yeah. out to the unknown. Oh, I'm feeling website. better, by the way. Oh, you are. <laughs> yeah, 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 wow. I feel you're much like, better. Good, yeah, good. I'm feeling no, much, pour, much, pour much better. I gave him a liquid IV and, and he's <laughs> good to go. I thought, I thought you gave him another white claw. Well, both. Well, the liquid IV was in the white claw. Perfect. That's really how you do it. You might have cracked the code. Yeah, yeah, that's how you do it. Listen, holy cow. I've been doing this long enough. Yeah, no kidding. But hey, but I want to give respect not only to Murph, but the unknown website, whatever that was that he came across, because I, if you're, if you're on the audio, um, I am rocking a hockey jersey tonight. Yeah, you so are. I'm rocking a hockey jersey, but it's Raiders fan radio. So, oh, man, look at so, that, dude. Check that out. Show him the back. Show not the back. only did he do that, but check this out. Yeah, show him, show him on the back. So for those on the audio podcast, he's that showing up, says so swag badass. on the back with nice. number six, his favorite number, uh, emblazoned on the back, as the kids say. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that what they say? That's yeah, what, they what they say. Emblazoned. Is that what they're yeah, saying? Yeah, that's okay. hot with the kids right now. Yeah, oh, it's hot, oh with hot with the kids right now. Oh, it's good. a big word. Yeah. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, so so you told us a little bit at the top of the show where we could find everything. Yeah. So 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 go yeah. in on that. Talk about that. Well, where we could find what? Our damn show, oh. man. The oh, stupid-ass yeah, yeah. show that we're doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's up, Raider Nation? Appreciate you guys joining us tonight. Uh, everybody that is in the chat room tonight, of course. Uh, Hooligan Nation is in there. Lala Melosa was in there. Ebony is in there. Paul is in there. Uh, my baby's in there. What's up, Vibrator? Hey. Valerie's in there. Uh, Ron the Mater Raider's in there. Kill Jadis. Hooligan Nation, as I mentioned. Chronicles of the Black Hole. Daniel. Uh, so many of our good friends, and we appreciate Mojo in there. Um, Valerie Lint. Oh, my gosh. So Valerie Lynn is in there. There was one time, so Valerie Lynn, so <laughs> oh my, my Valerie's middle name is Lynn. And when we were doing the live broadcast of the freaking, uh, whatchamacallit, of the of the um, the content creators flag football game, oh. yes. somebody said something and said, oh, and Valerie Lynn, and I was like, hey, baby. But that wasn't my Valerie oh, Lynn. Remember. I was like, you remember that? that? Yeah. yeah. And I remember telling her, I'm like, I am so sorry, oh. Valerie Lynn. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ab- so, absolutely. Yeah. So hey, so Jeez. much respect to Valerie Lynn, but I want to give respect to a couple people right here at the very tippy top Let's of the show. Uh, Mike Yasmer in there with a $5 donation. Hey. Yeah, yeah, much, much respect to you. Mike says, Raiders! And then, uh, and then, and then our buddy Kill Jadis. Our buddy Kill Jadis says, says uh, just want to send a very Merry Christmas to everyone within Raider oh, Nation man. and to URFR. You guys are awesome and I thank everyone uh, for the prayers and support you've given me. Mrs. Kill Jadis and I thank you all very much. $200 donation Kill to Jadis. the One Nation Foundation. Holy yeah. crap, Batman. That's fantastic. 
did. Phil Jadis, oh we can't we can't thank you enough, and and we'll we'll definitely get into uh, all those donations where it's going here in just a minute. The One Nation Foundation, because we're going to tell you about what we did with that money from this past yes. year. So we'll we'll get into that in just a moment. But but yes, Murph, uh, tell us where, or do you want me to do it? Just take it, bro. You're just, you're running this show running tonight. This I love tonight. it, man. Yeah, absolutely. You want to switch seats? And, uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe. Maybe you won't whip my ass, will you? <laughs> no, you're, no, uh, yeah, you're good over here. So, and my wife's in the chat. So so hey, oh, babe. Hey, hey, baby. Uh, but yeah, and Ebony Graves uh, with ten dollar donation. Oh said, gosh. Yeah, oh, she, she's still crunched, but she's looking cute right now. So I yeah, bet. Ten, uh, oh yeah, of course, of course. So ten dollar donation to the One Nation Foundation as well. So so yes. Yeah, so if you want to find us, or if you're here. What's up? Uh, we're on the YouTube now. But anywhere you listen to your podcast, whether that be Apple Podcasts, whether that be Stitcher, Google Play, any of those things, you can find us all. The, the Twitch, I think we're on the Twitch. The Twitchers. Uh, yeah, absolutely. If you want to follow us on social media, Instagram, uh, Twitter, at Raiders Fan Radio, Facebook, at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Uh, you can follow each and every one of us individually on the Twitter and stuff, too. We're all over there. So, so yeah, man. So, Come find us, man, and tell a friend about it because it's all because all the money that we raise, all the sponsorships, all the direct donations, like what we have tonight, all that is going to the One Nation Foundation. So a few years ago, we realized we could make money doing this show, and so we decided we wanted to give each and every bit of that away. So we started a nonprofit. We did it right. We got with the government and all that and made it full on <laughs> legit. We we've now got a full uh, a full board of folks, uh CPA yeah. Joel, the three mm. of us, my wife's in there, uh QB Jeff is in there. We're all there and so we we're doing it legit and we presented a check to the Bolitnikovs this past weekend for $10,000. So $10,000. So if this is the first time tuning in, we we said it every week for the last however long it was, but yes, $10,000. We actually did it this weekend, and we were so excited and so honored to do that on your behalf, Raider Nation. So thank you very, very much for that. And we're, we're setting new goals. So t- this year we did 10. So we thought at the beginning of the season we were going to hit eight. And that was a double again because we were at, we went from two and 19 to, tw- or to four and 21. And so we thought, okay, let's double it again. Let's get to eight. Well, we exceeded all yeah. expectations because of you, Raider Nation, because That's of right. you and because of our friends. Much respect to T Public for helping us out. Woods yeah. and Whiskey, if you're not drinking that, you're doing something wrong and you need to do it better. <laughs> but that stuff is great as well. So those folks pitched in big time, helped us out with that. But most importantly, it was because of you, Raider Nation. All the generous donations, direct donations, the Summer of Swag was a massive success oh, this year. And we've got, we'll talk about that as well because we've already got a couple items in hand yeah. for the 2023 Summer of Swag that's going to blow your socks off. It's unbelievable. So so much, much respect to you. So yeah, so I mean, 10,000, we're, we're going to go past that this year. I'm, I'm just going to call it now. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, 15. I think it's very reachable. I think 15 is absolutely. definitely within yeah, scope. Yeah, I think it's Don't reachable. You, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, with the way that Raider Nation showed up just in the past year, like, I can't fathom not hitting 15 yeah. easily. I, yeah. Absolutely. That's it's yeah. And it was, it was amazing. Your generosity is, is, is never lost on mm-hmm. us. And you know, if, if we, if we could like, no kidding, could sit here and do an entire show, just thanking you guys for your generosity. And I know we're going to, we were going to kind of get to it in respect, but I'll just say it here. You know, when we see a, like a donation like that from kill Jadus and, and, and the others in there as well, they're all valuable and all contributes to the, to the, um, to the, to the greater cause. But like when you see it, you know, a $200 donation in there, uh, it just stands out to us and we just can't appreciate your generosity enough. Kill J. 
Crusaders for that. And um, I, I wish everyone could attend the event collectively. I'm holding up the program here for those of you that are on the audio podcast. I wish everybody had an opportunity to attend this because when you get to see firsthand where this money's going, what good mm -hmm. it's doing. They've opened up now a third campus. This is a real nice uh, thing they put in the program there. Uh, Raiders Fan Radio with a picture of us in that very first year we were there to uh, to, to give our donation. Um, but they, they're, they've now opened their third campus, the which is now in Las Vegas. Um, they are partnered with St. Jude uh, on that. And it wasn't the presentation on that, Michelle. Wasn't it just awesome that you could see you had the lady that was the director of that campus deliver it firsthand to what the actual, you know, like, and talk about, if you don't mind, like the actual impact to these individual young women that are coming through these, these facilities. It's just amazing, the work. Yeah, yeah. She did an incredible job really painting the picture of kind of what life is like for someone who's been in the situations that they're in and, and almost there's a hopelessness cause you don't know how to get out of situations like that. So you usually either stay or, or, or worse things happen. And to have a facility that just thinks about the small things like a pillow, like, you know, just don't think about those things and health and wellness and, um, you know, just having a space that is safe you don't think about those things. So they did an incredible, you know, you got to see on the the PowerPoint or the big screen, like they were showing just the facility and how it's laid out and, and how each individual spot, you know, for that particular woman, you don't have to like share with, you know, it just, it was incredible. It was moving, like yeah. just hearing her lay out the stories of, you know, what can happen, you know, just as thinking about the sex trafficking and, and all of the things that happen in all of these cities, you know, where really cool things happen, but you don't think about kind of that underbelly stuff. And they just did a really, they had a nice presentation of kind of showing you where your money's going. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. absolutely. Well, and last year, so last year you weren't at the event last mm -mm. year, Michelle, but, but they actually brought a couple of the women <gasps> to the event yeah, and, uh -huh. and they kind of gave their testimony of what they had gone mm. through and what the Bolitnikovs were doing for them. Oh, so, wow. so just an unbelievable thing. And Mojo in the chat, cause Mojo sat at oh, our yeah. table, you know, he, him and Miss Libby came and, and he said after, oh. after going to the event, Miss Libby wants to get involved. Like she wants to help. Oh, so like, wow. I mean, and, and like, that's and it awesome. really is like, it's mm -hmm. so like when you see the fruition of all mm -hmm. that, you know, yes, we talk about, yeah, we're going to don down there and donating $10,000 and, you know, and you see Marcus Allen standing up at the oh, event yeah. and, and just throwing him yes, 10 grand, yeah. right. You know, yeah. right there on the spot. Yeah. If CPA Joel won a yeah, raffle, you know, he, so cool. he, or a, not a raffle, he, an auction, an auction, yeah. Yeah, yeah, auction yeah, yeah, yeah. off a trip to mm -hmm. a trip to Florida or yeah. whatever it was. But like, I mean, and, and gave, I mean, got a good deal himself, mm -hmm. but like gave all that money. Like everyone's just like, okay, like what can we do to help? Yeah. So like for us to be a small part of what they do mm -hmm. on a day in and day out basis, it's, 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 I mean, it's so humbling and it's a beautiful thing. And it's, Absolutely. and you know, Mojo also said afterwards too, he's like, you know, you realize that there were two $10,000 donations made that night. Marcus Allen oh, and, and us, us. Yes, and, right. and, and, and and it's only us. Yes. And I say the collective us, yeah, yeah, the yeah. collective of all of our listeners. 
because yeah. and so to consider that the what company you're in uh when when you know a, a super bowl mvp uh we're you're right there matched with them raider nation and we mm-hmm. clearly could not have represented that uh without you so i'm gonna hold something up here so we've got jeff alluded to it and we're gonna get to the raiders don't worry raider you guys will talk to us about the raiders <laughs> some things are more important than the raiders believe mm-hmm. it or not and taking care of these uh right. this charity and this foundation not ours but theirs is way more important but i promise you we'll get to the raiders so hang in there if you're waiting for it um one of the things that was so amazing about when we broadcasted uh, there, you can find it on the YouTube channel, broadcasted live from the event. Uh, we're sitting there and, and as these Raider legends are just kind of parading oh through. Uh, fortunately, we got a chance to talk to a lot of them. Uh, there was a couple we did and we didn't, you didn't get a chance to talk to Marcus or Jim Plunkett. Marcus, I think... He was like, "Are you guys for real?" Like yeah. it kind of like, used a little. <laughs> he found know. out we were for real when we got up on that stage. Absolutely, yeah, to present that check. Finally, made it onto the stage. you want We'll save that story. We'll save that. We'll save you that story until after this one, because yeah. Finally, it took a minute. Finally, Finally, we made it up there to present that check. But anyways, uh, so this is an idea of what the, some of the things. Now, this one is going to hang in the fan cave. Yep. This one's not going to make it out there for, uh, for auction or otherwise. But we do have two footballs with the exact same signatures that I'm getting ready to hold up here for you, for those of you that are on the video, okay? Yep. Yeah, so this hold is, that off. This is my jersey I've been wearing for, I don't know, six or seven <laughs> years. I brought it to get it signed, so it's a Fred Bulletnikoff jersey, and I want you to take a look at some you of have, these You names. want me to run that down? Yeah, go ahead. So George Atkinson. The hitman. Yeah, you got Fred Bulletnikoff. You got Rod Martin. You got Greg Townsend, Raiders all-time sack leader. You got uh, Lincoln Kennedy. You've got Jim Plunkett, uh, MVP Super Bowl 15. You got Marcus Allen, MVP Super Bowl 18. And you've got Chris McDonald's, AKA Shooter, Shooter. McGavin. <laughs> Shooter freaking McGavin, man. So that, I mean, I'll tell you, that, that's, it's a once in a lifetime thing. And we're going to get, we're going to auction off a couple of those footballs during the course of Summer of Swag. And we might, we might have to set limits on that. I'm like, we have to get, yeah, we're not going to be giving oh, them yes, away yeah, on the yeah. show. We're going to, well, we might. We might if we do some sort of raffle live on the show because that's where we get. Know, we'll workshop it. We'll workshop it, but but you know we got you can't okay because yeah. I'll just tell you this: if you want to buy an item like a helmet that's got all three Super Bowl MVPs on it with Jim Plunkett, Fred oh. Bolinikoff, and Marcus Allen, <laughs> that's grand. At a, no, at, a, at, a, at a minimum, at a minimum. Yeah. it's more like seventeen hundred bucks to like two grand, depending on how it's inscribed. Sure. So to have not only three those three guys, but then you got legends like like the Hitman, all time mm. sack leader, and Greg Townsend. Like I mean, Shooter it, McGavin, Shooter <laughs> McGavin, sprinkle that in. Shooter McGavin. I mean, the anchor of our offensive line for our last Super Bowl team no and kidding. broadcast legend now. Uh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Lincoln Kennedy, like. We're gonna freaking pull some cash with that one, and so, anyways, that's gonna help us get to that those goals. But we got some great stuff coming up for you guys, and um, and and just the last thing I'll tell. You, all right, so I'll tell you the the, the funny story here. Then we'll, then we'll get out of this, and we'll get to some respect. <laughs> So there's this so Jeff, so Swag Jeff and I've been and it's funny Lala Meloso says did Murph spill wine on Swag again? <laughs> no, even worse, <laughs> even worse, so, Lalo. Yeah. So uh, so you know yeah so Jeff has been we've been best friends for I don't know how long we've known each other for I don't know how long, but uh, you've been mad at me now twice. Sure, and you've been mad, you were madder at me this time than you were the first time mad at me. Yeah. And both times have been at the Blitnikoff Foundation <laughs> dinner. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So we are, uh, 
there for the event. We've got our check. We're ready to go. We're at our table. There's all of us there. All 10 people that, that Jeff mentioned, we've filled up a full tent top there. We're having an amazing time. We start this amazing dinner. And as dinner is moved through and most everybody's finished the main course, I'm like, well, this is a good time. I'm going to go run to the restroom real fast. So I go run to the restroom, go to the bathroom on my way back. I see Greg Townsend and I'm like, Hey, Greg, uh, you know, Murph Raiders fan radio. And I met him last year and he was like, Oh yeah, I remember you. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah cool, cool, cool. Hey, we got these items. Would you mind signing some of these items for us for the, for the charity for, for us to auction off for next year? He's like, yeah, no problem. So I'm hanging out in the lobby, just me and Greg hanging out there. He's signing our stuff and we're chatting about the event and the Bolitnikovs. And, and then all of a sudden the door comes flying open <laughs> <laughs> and that one was, was you, Michelle, the first one, right? Or you no, were the second the one? the second one. The second one. So I forget we who. We didn't make it in time for the first one. We, we didn't oh, get that's right. I didn't, I didn't, no, I didn't, that's right. Oh, no, I know what it was. It was Libby. So Libby, so when, when I came back out, so I, I come in and, and I'm getting, oh, and I called, you got it, you called me. That's what it was. I'm, yeah. I'm mixing the two of them up. <laughs> Jeff calls me and he goes, hey man, they're looking for you on stage. Where are you? And I'm like, I'm out in the lobby with Craig Townsend. And you're like, well. Might want to come back in. So I come back in and it's long over. And like Libby had been like sending texts and stuff. And, and so I'm like, oh my gosh, guys, I can't believe it. And so I go over to Angela and I said, Angela, I'm so sorry. Angela Blitnikoff, Fred's wife, who is amazing, by the way. Um, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I missed the thing. And she's like, oh, it's okay. She goes, I should have told you that we were going to bring you up right then. Because it would have been the first presentation yeah. for the whole night. It was night. the first, yeah. It would have been the first presentation. And so they had a video they're playing. She goes, we'll get you back up there. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, cool. I'm like, thank you. So we go back, sit down. And now now I'm not moving. I'm locked <laughs> into my damn, this ass is on this seat and not moving for the entirety of the event. So I'm sitting there. We're, we're waiting. We're waiting. We're waiting. Jeff's going, hey, should you go and remind him? And I'm like, no, I don't want to be Yeah, that you know, I think Miss Ma- Miss Angela probably forgot. I and think like, Swag is getting mad just as you're telling the story. You're Okay, yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, no, I don't want to be that guy. You know, they'll, they'll bring me up or we'll bring us up more importantly. And so I'm like, okay, you know, we'll just wait. So the thing gets over, and it's like, so the miracles are playing, like you know, of of of, of you know, Motown fame, right? So the miracles are playing, and so it's like, and now the thank you for coming, and now enjoy the miracles. And Jeff looks at me like, <laughs> bro, like you, I told you you should have went and said something. And I'm like, I'm, I, you know, I'm sorry, man. It's okay, you know. We'll, we'll just we'll go get the picture. So we go and we track down Fred. We track down Angela. The three of us got a great picture mm-hmm. uh, with, with, with the with the Bolitnikovs and the check, and you know they're thanking us, and it's a really sweet thing. And we're like, okay, cool. So I'm like, all right, guys, well, let's go ahead and start breaking down because we had all of our equipment. So we had to go break it all down and repack it and all that stuff. So we're breaking down all the equipment, packing everything up. And then that's when, because <laughs> it's me and Mojo and Jeff and a few of us out there, I think Lamont might've been out there with us, mm-hmm. but we were all packing up his stuff. And the door goes again, <laughs> flying open and Michelle goes, they're looking for you on stage. Jeff, like, Come on, come yeah. on. So, yeah. and, and, and poor Michelle's in her heels and she's like, I never ran that fast. I, in my life. Man, so, the sprint. <laughs> so we go walking in and they're ready to go on stage looking for us. Like they're looking around like this for us. And they like, and so finally they're like, oh, well. So they start to leave the stage at the time that we're just getting there. <laughs> Like, like running in from the back. And so Angela looks up and she's like, okay. (laughs) And the miracles are like getting ready to like, my mama told me, oh no, wait, Murph wants to share. You know, so so they're like, so they freaking, so finally, finally, 
the three of us went up there and presented our check and uh, and and talk quickly to the crowd. Yeah. And, and, and your and you, first line on stage, we're standing, we're looking out, and you're looking <laughs> eye to eye with Marcus Allen. And there's Jim Plunkett over here, and Shooter McGavin's over here. Fred's to your left, and you go. I guess I picked a bad time to go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding, man. Jeez. Oh, so in the 2023, so be on the lookout. Uh, Murph is going to be wearing a diaper to the event, <laughs> and yeah. he will not be allowed to drink wine either. Oh my god. No drinks at all. Oh my gosh! I can't wait to see. I'm going to piss you uh, off next year, Joe. Ooh, you better not get I, worse I'm looking than that. That's You'll all find a way to do it. Find it. I'll figure it yeah. out. All right, why don't you give us a two seventy? Pants me in front of <laughs> Fred Blitnikoff or something like that. <laughs> don't give me ideas, bro. Oh, yeah. oh, dude. Don't give me ideas. All right, talk about the amazing uh, uh, chat room and give us a two seventy five. And oh my gosh! Yeah, so here at the top info. of the show, twenty six minutes in. Yeah. So so many good Maybe folks I... in there. Ron, the Materators in there. Animal Mother, uh, who was also with us. Great, great to see him. Uh, yeah, and he uh, says, "Told you we laugh about it later." Yeah, yeah. Oh, by, oh, by the way, too. Let me let me say this real fast. Okay, I'm totally sh- cutting you off. You're okay. That's okay, Taylor. I'll let you finish. <laughs> I was down bad after that first. Once the event was over, and I was, I mean, because we were out packing up gear, and I am in my feelings. Yeah. I am. Oh, sad. I know you were. I am like, and I was still mad at you. So like, I'm trying, you know, you're trying to be there for your best bro, man. Yeah. Like, you know, through thick and thin, man, you know, we're, you know, we're basically brothers, you know? So I'm try- I want to pick right. you up and I want to pick you up so bad, but I'm also freaking pissed at you. <laughs> so almost I'm like, I want him to feel this way just a little. Thanks, so, man. But I'm like, you know, hey, man, it happens. It's okay. You know, hey, we got the picture. That's all that matter. The donation was really all that matter. The you know? donation's all that matter. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. besides we spent 80 bucks on a big check. <laughs> on a big check, yeah. <laughs> we were, we're just going to now carry around Vegas or whatever. But, uh, but yeah, no, I think okay. this is why I stayed in the room because I don't do confrontation well. And I knew you were pissed and I knew you felt bad. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to. I'm gonna hang out. I'll peek out the door I wasn't every once in a while. Anything. I, I know, wasn't gonna I know, say yeah. anything mean, but yeah, no, no. I think because it was, we knew how you felt, you know. So to kick you in your nail would been really shitty. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, so you were yeah. down bad, and so I was down, down bad. Down bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we got a second chance at it, and I'm like, no, we're not missing it this time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so but it was it all worked out. So uh, like what Animal Mother said, told you yeah. we laugh about it later because he. I'll tell you what, out of all the guys that prov- that pr- provided condolences, Animal Mother was oh. over there. This guy's a hard ass Marine. Right. You know what I mean? And he's like, and he's like, nah, bro, it's okay. Like, we'll laugh about this, I promise you. Mm-hmm. Give it a give it a little while. We're gonna look back on this and laugh. And he sure enough, he was yeah. right. So I appreciate that, yeah. Animal Mother. And by the way, you and your brother are fantastic. Had a blast. Oh, yes. And everybody that was at our table was an absolute blast mm-hmm. and had a, just a, we had an amazing, amazing time. All right. Yeah. Shut me up, Jeff. Let's, let's go. <laughs> let's up, get this man. thing going. Shut up, man. So hey, so so Tyrone Graves in there said Michelle did a run that made Marcus Allen go, damn. Damn. <laughs> Y'all both ran with the knife, right? <laughs> Absolutely. But a uh, hooligan nation's in there. Yoshi's in there. Uh, Kill Jadis. Uh, let's see. Lalo Meloso's in there. Chronicles of the Black Hole. Ebony, Miss Ebony's in there. Uh, 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 CPA Joel's in there. Mojo, the whole crew, man. So, yeah. So, hey, uh, what episode number are we on? 276. 276, man. So, hey, so each and every week I take a significant moment within Raider Nation, relate it back to the episode number, and this one is 276. So we're gonna be uh we're gonna be talking about a career stat so far. Well, I guess not a career stat so far. A portion of this guy's career. Okay. Deal. Okay. So we're gonna be talking about one of our favorites. 
Shooter McGavin? No. No. No, uh-uh. Uh-uh. no, yeah, no that would have been episode one because he only signed one Raider thing ever. <laughs> yeah, that's true. In his career. In his career, yeah, that's right. Career. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, so we're going to be talking about Hunter Renfro. Oh, the goat, the man. goat man. The Greatest goat, of all time. You know, yeah, so we need him to step up a little bit. But hey, in his first yeah, three seasons in his career with the Raiders, Hunter Renfro, uh, he's been targeted a total of 276 oh. times. Wow. There you go. Nice. And a 75.4 catch rate. Nice. That's a good one, Jeff. No, no. All yeah. right. So we, right. Need, we need some more of that. We need some more of that. All right, let's go ahead and get some contact information. Oh, my gosh. Hey, I got an idea. Let's talk about the Raiders. Let's hey, let's do, do that. Let's do that. Woo! 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 Hey, Raider Nation! You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an updated contact info. So sit up, zip up, shut up, and pay attention. You can call us at 909-345-3346, or as Murph would say, 909-345-3346. How about emailing me? You want to email me? Email me at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff Swaggy likes? Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The Tiki Tiki Talky Talk. TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about the Twitch? Some of you out there twitching. Anyway, Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. Or if you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, go to the YouTube. YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, my God. If that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot. Good. good. Ah, hey, okay. Nice, nice, I get down nice. With that. Heck yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was good. We don't get no applause, Jeff. Oh, gosh, man. <laughs> there we go. Now it feels better. Push that dang button, man. You got all them buttons over there. Use them. Yeah. Okay. All right. Please. Please. Please and thank you. <laughs> Please and thank you. Oh, my gosh. Three. So respectful. Oh. oh, speaking of respect. Oh, yes, you did. Michelle, you, you are did. the queen of the segues. <laughs> Um, all right, Miss Ebony says heading to my family oh. event. Uh, you have a fantabulous time. Thank you, Miss Ebony. You too. Yes. Uh, be safe, and y'all have a. Uh, the way the show's time. going, we'll still be here when you're done. <laughs> yeah, we'll, yeah, 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 yeah. A three-hour show. A three-hour yeah. show. There we go. Uh, let's see. So first off, here at the top of the show, uh, you know, we like to give uh, a little bit of respect. We don't do props. We don't do shout-outs. There's nothing wrong with those things, but uh, we're Italians. We give some respect. Swaggy J Nation It's time for a little respect You know Respect ain't bought It ain't sold It ain't demanded It ain't negotiated It's earned And without blowing smoke Or giving shameless plugs We want to say salute And much respect To the following folks Here, 
you for that shit. Yeah, you did. Don't ever pee again. You're not allowed to pee anymore. Ever, ever, ever again. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so fun. I'm sorry. The fans will sponsor us. That's how. Uh, that's there we go. So you know, so right before we go, so we record our show uh, live from the Blitnikov event. Yeah. So you put the you put the roadcaster right in front of me, yeah. and I hit the button. I'm like, what if we just did it like this the whole time? <laughs> Welcome to the 2022 hey, Blitnikov Crab Shooter over here. <laughs> Hey, Fred! <laughs> you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? Sure! <laughs> no! Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Whoops. Yeah, oh, hit the damn button. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, All right, so speaking of the Blendingcott Foundation, uh, we would be remiss if we didn't, at the very top of this thing, no give all the respect to Fred and Angela Blendingcott. Yeah. They yeah. are, um, you know... I'll just I'll say this, and I know we've 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 kind of gone on and on about it already, but I just I would love to say this to you. They say don't ever meet your heroes, right? And we've met some, you know, we've had the good fortune of meeting some some pretty high profile, uh, you know, raiders and, and folks in the past, and uh, and then and the experiences can vary, uh, but when it comes to Fred Bolitnikoff, there is no more genuine sweet man and his wife uh, uh, equally as sweet and caring and loving and just. I, I, we can't, I, I'm going to speak for you guys. We can't tell you enough how amazing these two individuals are, how selfless they are, their outreach. I mean, let alone everything that they do with their foundations, but just being with them is they're just the nicest freaking people yeah. in the world. And Michelle, t like tell, okay, so we had Fred on the show mm -hmm. and we sat and talked with Fred for a while. Yeah. And, but tell what, what he told you on stage. Yeah, so we got up on stage and we're holding the, y'all probably seen the pictures, but he's standing next to me and, and we're talking and he said, I would have talked for you guys another 30 minutes. Like he just was talking about how, how much fun that was and how he enjoyed that so much. And I thought that was so genuine. Like he's just the sweetest little man. He's yeah. the sweetest, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, for, yeah. for a guy And there that, was no reason for him to say, you know, like he didn't have to say he, that. Exactly. Like, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah, I mean, well, you know, so we were trying to be very conscious of everyone's time yeah. at the event. So if you haven't gone to watch the video, oh, it's only got like 500 views or whatever, go after this video's over, go watch that yeah. shit because it's so good. It's, I mean, one of the best moments of our lives, Dude. you know, I mean, just especially oh. as a fan and stuff yeah. like that. It was so cool to meet all those folks. But like, but Fred was like, you know, we were trying to be conscious of his mm -hmm. time because I don't know, he's hosting, he's hosting the yeah. event. Because it's the Blitnikoff <laughs> you know, Foundation the dinner. Blitnikoff yeah. dinner. But, and we were like, hey, you know, we want, you know, thanks for popping in for a minute, whatever. He goes, no, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Ask me something yes. else. Yeah. And we yeah. were like, hey, if you don't mind, let me ask you a football question. He goes, ask me anything you want. Yeah. yeah. We're like, Okay. 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 <laughs> well, we'll do, Fred. You know, and got some some great quotes out of him. And I won't I yes. won't even tell you what they are. But yes, like Jeff said, go watch that thing, man. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, you know, listen. I would say this, like, and I would never like just you know go on and on about like, hey, watch our show, watch yeah. our show. Go watch it, but not cause us. Right. Go watch no. Fred Bulitnikov. Mm -hmm. Go watch, you know, freaking George Atkinson yeah. was great. He was fantastic. He was. You know what I mean? When I asked him, what would you tell the team? And you guys know the answer he gave. Like, yeah. go so watch that freaking stuff. Go, go watch great. Rod Martin struggle with headphones. <laughs> Bless his heart. Oh. But now, you sure, Raiders Shooter team, broke news. Oh, Shooter broke that's news. That's right. He sure did. Yep. Oh, broke yeah. news on, a, on an upcoming movie, man. Like, go yep. just go watch yep. that stuff, y'all. I'm telling you, it's great. So go do that. Yes. But appreciate Fred and Angela. Appreciate 
um, their partnership. I, I think I can venture out to say that their partnership between our two foundations. Yep. Well, they know they, who we are. And, and like, it's so cool that like, mm-hmm. you know, now, I mean, this is the third time we've gone to this event and they're like, Hey, Merv, Hey, yeah. Jeff, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, they know who we are now. And like, before the event even started, we're getting set up, we're putting all of our stuff together and, and we're standing there with Angela and Fred calls. And she's like, hey, baby, mm-hmm. hey, no, I'm standing here with Murph. <laughs> and you can hear him on the other end go, oh, tell him I said hi. Tell him I'll see him tonight. Like, that's just oh, so yeah. cool, it's so man. Good. It's yeah. surreal, man. It's yeah. just surreal. And, and uh, you know, if my... I wish, uh, you know, and I know they're up there looking down. I wish my mm. uncles and my dad and, you know, yeah. could, could see that kind of stuff because it, it just, it's, it's, it, as a, not only as a fan, but I'm you know, emotional, man. Yeah. The connection back to our family mm-hmm. and all that, it just blows my mind. That's what so, I told, my, told them on, on the way home. I was like, man, I wish my dad, like, could have seen this or could have even know. I mean, obviously he knows, but yeah, it would have been cool to, like, call him and be like, did you see? Or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Send him a picture or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, yeah, yeah you know, like, it just, it, 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 it. It's good. It messes with you in a good yeah. way. In a you know what I mean? Yeah. So in, yep. in, a, in a good and way. And Miss Valerie said, don't forget to shout out uh, my beautiful wife, Chris, for all of her amazing photography. Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So much much respect. Baby. Thank you. Much cool. respect to my boo. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, you know, so she took pictures the whole mm-hmm. night of, of the whole thing. And we've got more and to post up, so we haven't even posted those ones yet. Haven't even yeah. posted hardly anything, yeah. man. So, yeah. So, be on the lookout. There's going to be a ton of really good photos for that. So, she so did much wrangling, respect. too. She, like, wrangled she people, wrangled too. She wrangled people. So, we were kind of hollering at her. Yeah. on the fly like hey go grab that person hey go grab that person and she's introverted she, she's not like that's not her comfort zone so for her it. to just walk up to these random yes. at, like Lincoln Kennedy right. who's you know stands four oh, times right. as tall as Chris does <laughs> you know so for her to do that and then you know by the end of it hell she was working with the yeah, Blenica folks yeah. they were like hey do you mind signing George Atkinson in because he doesn't want to go wait in that long line like and so Chris was doing all that stuff too so yeah, yeah so much respect she to, killed it much respect to my wife absolutely here. good call out there good call out appreciate that very very much all right, so well, I'm sure you'll hear more from us as the night goes on, uh, and and again, and, and and just as we continue our journey through the One Nation Foundation. And hey, listen, we're kicking it off already. We've got some amazing donations already yeah. in tonight. We've got some amazing merch that we're gonna we're we're gonna we've got some corporate partnerships pending. Yep. Like we're gonna we're gonna I'll, I'm gonna say this, and then I promise we'll all shut up and we'll we'll talk about the Raiders. <laughs> But we're going to dig in on this thing like the business deserves to be mm-hmm. dug in on because great work comes from what we're able to, you know what I mean? Like the results of what we're able to put together, again, seeing what they're, where this money is going and the facilities that it's providing. Um, it's frankly, it's, it's a calling and the calling is higher than being a Raider fan. So we're flipping this thing upside down. Raiders fan radio is, is here to support the one nation foundation. The end, like yeah. the one nation foundation is the goal where all, all of us are dedicated to growing it to the biggest thing it can possibly get. And oh yeah, we're going to talk about the Raiders along the way. So, uh, so be ready for that Raider nation and, and hope you're on board with that because again, it's going to a great cause. That's much, much bigger mm-hmm. than all of us in our, our fandom. So true. Uh, all right. Um, Last bit of respect I do want to give, and speaking of being Italian and 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 giving respect, uh, I want to give respect to the family and uh, and to the legacy and the life of Franco Harris, man. Uh, you know, Franco and his Italian army. Um, what an absolute tragic loss here. Yeah. Five days before you know the Raiders play the Steelers and and um, you know and and celebrate the fifty year anniversary. And there was a lot of talk running up to this anniversary of the Immaculate Deception about like how Raider fan is like, oh gosh. I enough already like you know but um i think this brings a different perspective and a different um take on it now i mean they were not only was they going to celebrate franco and the play and all that stuff at halftime 
they were going to retire his jersey. Like you think about the things that like legacy wise, you know, the Steelers are up there with the Raiders in terms of like legacy and mystique. And especially during that era, uh, you know, Fred talked about it when he sat down with us. We played in the greatest era of football. The, the Raiders were playing against undefeated Miami teams, four-time Super Bowl champion Pittsburgh Steelers, Kansas City, you know, coming off their, you know, Super Bowl appearances and and, and, and win. You know, like there was so much good, hard-hitting, tough football back in that era of the 70s, and the, and the, and the Steelers and Raiders were it. And so, anyway, so, you know, Franco epitomized, I thought, a lot of that rivalry, especially offensively. Yeah, Stallworth and Swan and all that, but everything went through Franco. You know, Terry Bradshaw, he, he's got some Super Bowl highlights, but not a great quarterback. Big arm, not a great quarterback. Franco Harris is one that carried that that, that offense. And, um, and those matchups with with him and the Raiders uh, are some of the most legendary. And so anyway, so even though we're all diehard Raider fans around here, as much as we hate the Immaculate Deception and as much as it, you know what, Franco, it touched the freaking ground, but rest in peace to him. And, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and, rest and, in peace. Yeah, you know, nothing but respect. Nothing but respect. Absolutely. Nothing but respect. And you know what? And, 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 and it's one thing for us to say that, but you look at the relationship that's formed between him and Phil Villapiano yes. post that. You know, Phil was marching Franco down to the black hole in Oakland. You know what I mean? During a, a Raiders-Steelers game. So, like, he he embraced the rivalry and was and, and had a very, you know, healthy version of the Raiders-Steelers rivalry. And so, uh, so yeah, nothing but, but respect from us. And so, uh, hate to see that. And, uh, and hopefully they'll... Uh, the, at least the way that they're able to still honor him at halftime will will uh, will do the their, their family uh, and their hearts some good in the wake of this. So yeah, much a- respect. Absolutely. And before we jump into break, uh, much respect to, also to our buddy Mojo who uh, just dropped oh, a fifty dollar yeah. bill to the One Nation Foundation. So much respect, Mojo. It says everybody hit that like button. So much respect, buddy. Much respect. Hi. Hi, this is AJ Cole from the Las Vegas Raiders, and you're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Just win, baby. Nobody enjoyed a good Donnybrook more than sixth-year linebacker Phil Villapiano. This is Phil Villapiano. And you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. You're listening to The Violator, and I'm live on Raider Fan Radio. Where you at, baby? Gosh, we didn't even mention didn't Wayne even Mabry. Mention oh, Wayne yeah. Mabry. So, so yeah. So if you, if you check out the show, we interviewed him as well. Couldn't ask. That's the first time I'd ever met him. And couldn't ask for a nicer guy, man. Mm-hmm. Like, such a good guy. And he's got all sorts of stuff going on. I didn't realize he had a clothing line. I, I was learning oh, yeah, all sorts yeah, of yeah, stuff yeah, in yeah. that interview. Yeah, that's that's way cool. And he's another guy that, like, at his core is just, like, a super sweet, Unbelievable. Nice, you know, has this persona, the violator, this big, gnarly, raw, you know, kind yeah. of guy. But but Wayne, when he's out of that violator just persona. a loving just Christian a guy. Like, dude. such yeah. a good dude. Yeah, such yeah. a good dude. So we appreciate the violator, Wayne Mabry. All right. Hey, guys, there's been some news. Some new shit has come oh, to light. New no shit. way. Yeah, new shit's come to light. Man, I've got certain information, all right? Certain things have come to light, and, you know, 
you know, given the nature of all this new shit, you know, it, it, this could be a, a, a lot more uh, 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 complex. I mean, it's not just, it might not be just such a simple, uh, you know? What in God's holy name are you blathering about? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I'm blathering about. I've got information, man. New shit has come to light. All right, new shit has come to light. The Raiders win a football game and don't blow a 14-point lead. As much as they tried to. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, we tried. They really did. Uh, didn't get a first down in the in the second half, Oof. you know, until the final drive there when when uh, Derek puts one on Cole in the end zone, which was clearly a catch, by the way. Mm. Uh, and and have you guys seen the the picture, the still image of it from the front? The one that the photographers got. Oh yes, yeah. there's you can yeah, yeah. see the gap oh, in between yeah. his toe, yes. yeah. and we were talking about it at the game because they were showing it up on the jumbotron, nine hundred different angles. But they kept going to that one angle that was basically like from behind his foot, right. and I'm like, that doesn't work because mm -hmm. the foot is got height to it, and the height is going to eclipse right. where the end zone was. But like it was clear. I mean, we could see it from. 23 rows away and all the way on the other side of the stadium that clearly it was a reception and he was yeah. in bounds. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it was or not. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It was or not. You know what? It's, it's yeah. good. It's good to feed the Patriots a couple you of them. Damn right. Like a couple of them in a row. Yeah. Like, Hey, you didn't like that call. What Let me this? give you another taste of this, <laughs> you know, compliments of Chandler Jones. Yeah, you know absolutely. What I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. When they, when, 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 when they got to that final touchdown, it was like all of a sudden, like, like, because listen, I'll tell you, man, being there at the game, and I know just everybody watching too, we were down bad going into that final drive. Like, it was like literally like the, the place is quiet, except for Patriot fan, by the way. Mm -hmm. And let me say this there's a lot of Patriot fans there. And, and listen, I understand when the team is not winning, season ticket holders are going to sell their mm -hmm. tickets. I'm not going to ever tell you what to do with your money, and I don't begrudge you for doing what you're doing. I get it. The season took a funky turn. People wanted to make their money back, and so you start selling some of your tickets. I get it. Patriots are play in a cold weather area. You got destination city in Vegas. Like it makes sense. I get why there's a lot of Patriots fans there. So this isn't me like you know complaining necessarily. But if I am going to complain about something, it would be this. If we get another goddamn false start at home Ooh, because of crowd noise, oh no shit, yeah, like. No bueno, man. You cannot do that. I'm sorry. The fact that Patriots, and it was loud. There was a lot of God dang Patriots fans there, and they were loud. Them chowderheads were freaking going off, man. And so, you know what I mean? Sucking down Sam Adams and sc screaming at the top of their lungs. And I'm telling you, it got really loud. And when that happened, and Sonny and I looked at each other, and we were like, really? Like, and I know, and I get it. Look, and I remember going to games in Oakland and there'd be a bunch of terrible towels. And I I get it that it wasn't like, you know, that whole thing about, well, this would never happen in Oakland. Yeah, but it kind of did sometimes. Yeah. So like, <laughs> let's not pretend like it, it never happened. But what it, what was different though, was the level, the boisterousness mm. of fan is different because yeah. you didn't do that in Oakland. Right. You know what I mean? You do that one too many times to the around the wrong people in Oakland <laughs> and there's going to be a different kind of response. You know what I'm saying? So that definitely took like we were looking at each other and then it was just like this constant weight. Like it's just you could just feel it bringing you down, bringing you down mm. and bringing you down, bringing you down. And then finally, finally, when we got that ball into the end zone, it was like, OK, 
there's a chance now because this like this second half deal or this half to half deal has been just brutal to freaking go through, you know? So the fact that we finally came through and then sure enough, man, the freaking craziest ass play. And listen, I know it was a dumbass play on their part. But it, hey, it's just win, baby. That's right. That's all that freaking matters, right? Yep. And Michelle, talk about like you. You when we were talking pregame or pre-show, you were talking about the lull. The yeah, crutch, that, what, yeah. Because I saw like a clip of a Patriots fan who was kind of recording himself at the very end of that, like that last play of like insanity, mm. and it was you just it was so loud, it was so loud, and then it got real silent, and then it erupted. But like I, I can imagine that through the whole game, that's kind of how it was, and. Just thinking about the false starts, I'm always, always like when I'm watching other games, I'm like, God, how could they have a false start in their own house? You know, like I like make fun of other teams and then it happens to us. I'm like, oh no, like, it's oh, so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. like, don't do that. But yeah, that like lull of sound, but then the eruption. And I guess that's what, you know, winds bring that and that, that'll yeah, change yeah. things. But man, yeah, that's. It's just tough. And I would imagine being there, it's like, oh, damn. Well, and yeah, because it was just, I mean, you just, again, you could feel that yeah. weight. It was like, it's like you felt like this like ominous presence mm. of like, here we, here go, we go again. It's we're going to go and we're going to do this a fifth <laughs> time. Like, really? Mm. Like, yeah. that was just the part. And, but Jeff, we didn't. They That's didn't. Right. Sure. And talk about the emotional swing of what that game was. <laughs> I mean, right? Well, I mean, you know, everyone in that stadium, whether whether they were wearing, you know, the stupid ass blue and red or if they were wearing silver and black, you know, they, everyone went through mood swings. So, <laughs> you know, so Raiders start hot, right? You know, we start quick. You know, go down there, get a get a field goal. You know, we kind of trade blows back and forth, get the touchdown from Waller. Thank goodness. You know, we see him oh, back and yeah, actually making an nice. impact a little bit. And then right there at the end, you know, with the block punt, mm. we see that happen, and we're just riding high. And Derek throws a perfect ball to Matt Collins, and I'm jumping up and down in my living room. I'm sure you are going crazy. You and Sonny and all that are going bananas right before halftime. We've taken a two-touchdown lead. <laughs> but, like, in the back of your mind, you're like, Please, can we do something different this time? Like, can we please? please fool me once. Please, yeah. you, please, fool me, fool me four every times. Time. Yeah, fool, yeah. yeah, don't fool me a fifth time. <sighs> you know, but so, but so, uh, you know, from the opposite side, you got Patriots fans that are like, oh my gosh, you know, we're truly over the Tom Brady era. You know, mm-hmm. we're shit. You know, we're, we're shit again. You know, whatever, whatever. And then, you know, and then you just see the total mood go. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as soon as Derek threw that pick six, I'm yeah. like. Okay. Yeah, that was rough. Uh, okay. That was rough. Yeah, yeah. This might not yeah, end. This might not end. Pretty. You know, and then and then to follow that up with five three and outs or whatever the Oof. hell we just did, or you know, not three and outs or whatever, but straight punts or whatever. Yeah. I'm just like, seriously, dude. So, but then of course, you know, you know, and I was still uh, cautiously optimistic after that <laughs> touchdown when we tied it. I'm like, oh uh, yeah, you know, we got some momentum, but I'm like. <laughs> can, we, can we win three overtime games in a row? Right. But thankfully, we didn't need it. That's didn't right. need to get that's to that overtime. Didn't need it. Did not get. To, and you know, and the other thing too, and that's interesting that you call out there. And I'm not going. And we're going to talk about Derek in here in a little bit. But um, man, you know, there's a lot of open field that gets missed, and oh. and and being there at the game, like you know, and of course we've all been to games and seen tons of football, and when you're there. And we had great seats. Shout out Fabricator Gill oh. for hooking us up for our seats, too. I mean, we had phenomenal seats. I mean, Mark Davis is sitting up over my left shoulder for crying <laughs> right. out loud. Like, I mean, we're right there. Um, I mean, like where Chandler Jones picked that ball off was right in front of us. Like, it was in- incredible. Um, but uh, where was I going with all that? Was it, oh, but so reading, when you see the reads and you see the open field, 
There was one in particular where where Mac Hollins he must have been set up inside uh, and in he in like a slot position because he ran up and in and he hit like a post route. Mm-hmm. Y'all, there was nothing between him and the first row, Oof. like, and he was open by seven yards, and Derek looked him off. And it's like you see things like that, and you're like, what the hell? There was another one, the one that was that was to Devonte that got broken up late. I don't know if you guys remember that. It was down the left sideline. It was okay. a deep pass, and it got broken up late. Devonte juked his dude out of his shorts and was open by five yards, about 15 yards before that ball got let loose. Oh. Like, And so because it got let loose late and because it was slightly underthrown, it gives the defender a chance to come up and run up underneath it instead of as soon as he's open, letting that sucker go and firing it, right? Mm-hmm. So we start see, you see these things live, and you're like, but you don't see that on the TV. Because you're only looking at the quarterback in the line. You're sure. not seeing all these developments right. downfield. And so then when you get into the second half, it's like, oh, my gosh, like, we're struggling. Like, we are – and our quarterback is struggling. Like, this is – he's not having a great game. And, again, I'm not using this as a platform to tee off on Derek after a win. But when you see those things live, it's like, oh, my gosh, like, how do you not – So, but what it does, though, is it just contributes to the, like, here we go again – here we are all over again. So thankfully Chandler Jones bails us out. And more importantly, Jacoby Myers bails us out. Yeah, he did. Um, yeah. But uh, all right. So uh, when we were at the Blenikoff foundation, uh, we, uh, we, uh, all these great people we had a chance to interview. First interview of the night for us was. Yeah. Harry Ruiz. Harry that's Ruiz. Right. Great yeah. dude. Right. That's our uh, Spanish language broadcaster. Um, Grew up a Raider fan. Yeah, he did. Old school guy from East L.A., man. <laughs> Family talking about his crazy uncles that, that helped him become a Raider fan, just like us. Right. So it was really cool, you know, so um, uh, to, to, to sit down with Harry. And uh, during that interview, I'd said to him, I'm like, man, I hope we get to hear you have another wild call because he said his favorite call ever was the josh jacobs game winner Mm -hmm. and so (laughs) sure enough harry had the call and we featured uh, a couple weeks ago on the josh jacobs call we featured lincoln kennedy and uh and and jason horowitz on their call this time around we're gonna feature a new friend of the show harry louise as he calls the (laughs) the walk-off from chandler jones (laughs) against the patriots this is amazing Fundos en el campo, solo presión de tres. Ramondre Stevenson con el acarreo. Y Stevenson sigue de pie. Avanza de la 45 a la 40, a la 35, a la 30. Lanza el pase hacia atrás con Jacoby Myers. Y los Patriotas ahora simplemente... Chandler Jones intercepta el pase. Chandler Jones se mantiene de pie. Chandler Jones se va, se va, se va. Hasta la cocina. Touchdown. Raiders. Chandler Jones lo hizo. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Harry Ruiz, if you Holy need a man. Cow. Amazing. That's unbelievable. Amazing call. Ah, <laughs> oh, so good, man. He's the best. He's the best. Harry Ruiz, man. Appreciate him and again his uh his, his friendship. So a little bit of chat, there's a little bit of talk in the chat about uh um 
uh, about here we go with the couch quarterbacking and all that kind of stuff. Listen, man, uh, it, this must be his first time. This must be your first time. Because yeah, because we, we talk so highly of Derek yeah. a lot. So we, and you know and and I literally just did. So mm-hmm. his call his his pass to Mac Hollins right there before yeah. halftime was a beautiful thing. The floater that he did yeah. so effortlessly to Keelan Cole mm-hmm. at the end of the, like like only put that, that where he could catch it. The one like, to Mac Jones he put on a dime. Yeah. The, that one low one. The, oh. To Holland. Oh, excuse me, Holland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That low one where it like, yeah. was like oh, right at his yeah. shoelaces, and some people were like, oh, see, he was off target. No, no he that was only a beautiful did that throw. where he could, yeah. Yeah. where he could catch it. So. Well, and I mean, it, nobody's perfect, so it, it's okay to point things out. It's not like That's, you're exactly. It just, no. It's not a polarizing not, discussion. Right, yeah. This isn't about yeah. saying like Derek is or isn't. It's just talking about the collective yeah. of it. That's yep. all the, the, yeah. the, the yep. point. And is. the couch quarterback not- would say, this is what I would do. And we didn't do that. So no, that's no, no, yeah, no. I can't make that throw. But when you're live at a Legion right. stadium and you see him miss a read, I mean, you're, you you're okay to say that. Yeah. Not he would probably say you would have hit it. If right. you no, were on the field. I might not have noticed it either. But what I'm saying, though, is that somebody else might have. Right. I'll just sure. say that. Right. You know what I mean? Sure. If your name is Patrick Mahomes, are you missing that throw? Right. I don't know. But you know what I mean? And yeah. you decide that for yourself. Yeah. But, like, I'm just asking a question, man. And we're just, listen, life is it's not black and white. We are not Sith. We don't deal in absolutes. We deal in gray area around here. And we can yep. we can be supportive and we can be critical at and the same Derek time. And Derek Carr's my favorite quarterback. Yeah. And, he is and, my favorite. Absolutely. And mine, too. And it really, and if you think Derek Carr conversations are going to piss you off, just wait till I get into the contract. Okay. Uh, oh. Hey, real quick, though. Yes, you please, were, um, Michelle. So the, if you get a chance to listen to the Patriots call on that, because you just paid played um henry's um it they at the end of the call he says this might be one of the dumbest teams i've ever seen like he, <laughs> the patriots oh caller gosh. was so he was done he he was done. He was thrown in the towel it was so funny though because he sounded oh so gosh. dejected and so wow. done this might be the dumbest team i've ever seen <laughs> you know what nothing great. nothing makes me happier than dejected exactly. patriot oh, yeah, so, good, good, man. so there's a guy and a young guy but still he and, and so he doesn't he may not even have been old enough to understand what the tuck rule was oh, right, and all right, that kind yeah. of stuff he's a young man so i'll give him he was like college age so i'll give him a little bit of a little bit of a pass but anyway so valerie and i are walking to the airport we're last flight of the day is the airport's a ghost town and there's just there's just one guy standing there with with his mom and uh, and they got like Boston Celtics stuff on it. So they're clearly, you know, from, from that right. neck of the woods. And, uh, and so he's like, Oh, Raider fans, huh? And we're like, yeah. And he goes, did you go to the game? And I'm like, yeah, we sure did. And when he's like, Oh man, he goes, that was, that was rough. And I'm like, yeah, it was rough for you. I go, it was great <laughs> for us. And he's like, I just can't believe that we would lose in such a, like a, you know, devastating way in such a glorious fashion. And I'm like, yeah, that's about 3% of the tuck rule. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, ain't nobody feeling sorry for you, bro. When no, they've won no. in your lifetime, you're not but 23 years old and your team's won six Super Bowls. Yeah. yeah. Cry me yeah, cry. effing yeah. river, yeah. dude. Yeah. Like, yeah, ain't nobody feeling sorry for you. <laughs> exactly. No. Exactly. Hey, so before we jump uh, into the next bit right there, I want to give respect to uh, to B. Craig, who uh, who had a $20 donation in there to the One Nation Foundation. Oh, thank you, B. Craig. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pineapple in there with a $50 donation oh, nice. in there. Oh, Pineapple, yeah. and thank then, you. And then Raphael with a $5 donation nice. as well. So so much respect to each and every one of you. That's, this, is a, this is a good night. It's a good yeah, night, man. Good night. People We're in the holiday spirit. And that's what it is. Everyone said happy holidays, oh, Merry yeah. Christmas, all that good stuff. So, yeah, respect to each and every one of you. Thank, Thank you. you all so, so very, very much. And it's incredibly kind, and your generosity is never lost on us, I promise you. Uh, the only reason we don't just sit here for two hours and tell you that is because <laughs> then we'd never talk about the Raiders. There you go. Um, 
All right, so let's uh, let's go ahead and jump into uh, so something else that's come to light, and uh, that is the Raiders' reaction on the bench. We heard from the media, now let's hear from the players. This is great, man. So this is just like you know you see the guys with the big little domes or whatever that just like record sideline sound. These aren't mic'd ups per se. These are just the the actual audio uh, that is going on on the um, uh, on the on the sideline. And uh, let's check in and hear what the Raiders' bench sounded like. This is throughout the game, so we're not just going to give you the final play. We're going to give you the whole thing from start to finish. And here you go, Mr. Uh, DC1 guy there. Love how Derek kicks this thing off and, and the leadership that he demonstrates when he's leading the team onto the field. Hey, let's start fast today now. Start fast today. Let's special. go. It's special to put on this uniform and let's go, man. Take the field like you mean it. Here we go. Uh, here we go again, Max. That's people cursing. You hear it dip out a few times. Be violent, let's go. Welcome back. Play with good vision, we'll be good. touchdown right there. Love that eruption. There's Chandler Jones. Oh my gosh, I love that stuff, man. It's so good. So appreciate uh, hearing the Raiders on the sideline there. And uh, yeah, huge win for the Raiders. Hey, it keeps us in. So here's the here's thing we'll, we'll, we'll say real quick before we get into this Derek stuff. Um, the Raiders win all possible nine and eight tiebreakers. So if there's a three team tiebreaker, that, and like if you have three teams at nine and eight, um, the Raiders win all of those. The only tiebreaker we don't win is if us and the Titans are both nine and eight. So only if there's a two-team uh, tiebreaker there with us and the Titans, then that one we lose. Every other scenario in tiebreakers, we win because we've won that if we went out. Because if by, if by the time we went out, then we'll have won all the games that we needed to to have those tiebreakers. So. Yeah. And I, I, you know, what, I'm going to tell you this. I don't think the Titans are going to win another game this season. I don't either. Dude, they're brutal. Well, Tannehill's down now, right? They signed with Josh Dobbs yeah, or something. Yeah, they just got Josh Dobbs from the University of Tennessee. So yeah, so I mean, and and dudes coming in off the street, and you know, look, and Baker Mayfield did what Baker Mayfield did against us, but mm. you know what I mean? That was such a fluke thing. Like Josh Dobbs is not going to go come and in and do that. The Titans have Todd Downing, so. Oh, that's a great call out, Michelle. Yikes. He likes to sip Yikes. the sauce on the way home from Green yeah, Bay, does. too. Oh, my gosh. Darn right he does. And to call hook and ladders on fourth and one. Oof. Yikes. Uh, yikes. Um, but, yeah, so, I, listen, it's 
Are we are we delusional Raider fans? Yes. Yes. Uh, do we think they're going to make the playoffs? I, I don't do. know. <laughs> oh, go on. I, okay. No, I am a delusional fan. Listen, anything's possible. Any, I, anything's possible. Let's see. I mean, I mean, why not? You know what? Why makes, not us? Well, here's and what, especially in this goofy ass NFL season that yeah, we've had. Yeah. Just, well, I mean, that's I, true. You know, I feel. You know, I, I feel like maybe we say this every year, but this NFL <laughs> season has just been really weird. That literally any team can yeah. beat any team on any given mm-hmm. Sunday. I mean, it really is. And other than the Eagles, I mean, yeah. they're the only ones running yeah. real hard away from you yeah. know from the rest of the pack. Uh, Kiljada says the Dolphins have to lose twice. Yeah, there's a yeah. And, yeah. and there's a there's a lot more team. I mean, we still need the Jets to lose. Like we still yeah. we had some of the right teams lose over the weekend, but you know we still need the Chargers to lose. Like we still we still need help. Yeah. So it's not like the Raiders control their own destiny, as the kids say. Right. Like we still got to have. Other teams, but we needed that last year too. Right. Yes, the Raiders won four in a row to get into the playoffs, but we're not getting into the playoffs if other teams aren't losing along the way. Mm-hmm. So we need to continue. So basically, we kind of need, you know, lightning to strike again here uh, for us to make it. What makes me nervous, Michelle, and I'll tell you that the only thing that why I hedged on that, because I don't think the Chiefs are going to have much to play for at the end of the year. So I think we can, we have an opportunity to pick off the Chiefs at Arrowhead. Right. This game now, on that's Christmas. That's going to be an illusion, right? It is. Oh, never mind. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, we have them at home. Thank yeah. you for that. Um, so I think we have a chance to beat them. Yeah, so even better. Home game, you know what I mean? And then and then they, they may be resting people. What makes me nervous is not only the idea that we're going into play on Christmas Eve where Derek Carr broke his leg and oh, we shit. took us out of the playoffs that one year, if you remember that, 2016, mm-hmm. unfortunately. That happened on a Christmas mm. Eve. But that aside, in the in the in the the history of that, yeah. But now with Franco passing, yeah, guys, be on another yeah. level. they are gonna be on another level, and it's gonna be negative nine degrees. degrees. I was about to say, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be it's like brutally cold out, stupid cold yeah. outside. And listen, I mean, you know, it's I get Christmas miracle. So. Oh, there you go. But you know what? You, I feel like it's like everything. Now that said, everything stacked up and yeah. doesn't look good. That's the time that the Raiders that might the prove us wrong. <laughs> it, well, it's, it's been like that all year long, right? You know, every time we oh, kind of get a little hype yes. and like, oh, may, hey, here's, here comes our run. You know, we hey, we just beat the Broncos. We just beat the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. We just did this. We just did that. And then here come the Rams. You know, send so them. We're like, ah, oh, here yeah. we go. Here we go. Here come and the Colts. Be, and the... then we, we get flexed out of Sunday Night Football. <laughs> and then we go and beat the Bron- yeah. uh, the Patriots. I bet the folks at NBC are kicking oh, themselves yeah, you know that it. they didn't have the coverage of that crazy ass play. Oh, instead <laughs> of having that barn burner between the Giants <laughs> and the Commanders. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. break, yeah exactly. But yeah. You know, it's, you know, but it seems like every time we're down on this team, that's, that's when, when they show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So maybe we just, maybe we just go, you know, Let's we're not going to win another game. Yeah. And you know? then all, all of And them. then we will. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Why not? That's true. Why not us? Why not? Why not us? I, I, I'm with you on that. It just, it just, I, when you start having, like, you think about like the Raiders, like when Al died. And then we uh, went out yeah. and beat the Texans with 10 men on the field. Like you, when things like that happen, it's yeah. like it elevates you emotion and football is such an emotional game. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, you know, can you imagine if they go out there? I mean, of course we went out and lost in our like last game in Oakland when everything was riding oh, on that game against damn, speaking of the Jaguars. Right. But like, can you imagine if they go out there and lay an egg against the Raiders on a, like the night that they celebrate yeah. Franco and the deception and all that? I don't know. But can the Raiders like win a close game or so? I mean, we have the, if we play, just like anything, man, you got to play good defense. And I don't care what version of the NFL. And there, and there was a lot of talk this week when we were talking to these legends about how the game has changed. And it, and it truly has. 
But every time we see a team hoist a Super Bowl trophy, they've got a great running game and a great defense. Right. Like yeah. that's yeah. how you win on the road. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. how you win in the postseason. Yeah. Yep. You run the freaking football and you play great defense. And yeah. so can the yep. Raiders run the football? A hundred percent. Can we play great defense? Starting to. Start. Hey, Starting gonna, to last I, last handful of games. Dude, I'm gonna tell you, man, you know I what? want I want to give much respect to our defense for yeah. this game because they really kept us Hell in the game. Yeah, they you did. know, they kept us in the game big time. You know, they didn't allow a touchdown until three minutes and thirty-four seconds left in the entire game. It was three field goals and then of course the pick six. But they played well, and that was without Max Crosby and mm-hmm. Chandler Jones putting Max Jones Great on point. his ass. That's right. Great you know point. I mean? Like I want like freaking Tyler Hall, freaking Amik Robertson, they balled out yeah. and they made key breakups when we needed them the most. And you know, and and our boy Luke Masterson, man, that Luke dude, was he, active, yeah, huh? he was fiery, man. Like second quarter, like had a couple of tackles for loss or something like that. Like blew up Ramondre Stevenson in the now, back. He did I'm like, get Whoa. he did get juke pretty bad on one he play. Did. But like, again, yeah, but like when you're talking, like when you're talking about Derek, like there are some yeah. bad and there sure. are some good. Yeah. You just want to have more back, how, and and have more good than bad, right? Exactly. You know what I mean? Right, and, that's it. Yeah, so that's that's yeah, that's a great call out there. So yeah, it, interesting. We'll see. This thing goes, man. We're hanging in there. We're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep the we're gonna keep the faith uh, that we're, we're gonna get this thing done. All right, Swag Jeff. Let's go ahead and shout out the chat room. Hit a break, and then all right. Let's like listen. I just I think it's relevant. I know no one brings it. Nothing brings it in like a good Derek Carr conversation. Uh, but I think that there's some very relevant news that has been coming out around it. So let's go ahead and hit a break, and then talk sure. about it. Absolutely. So uh, Hooligan Nation's in there. Paul is in there. Paul? Uh, yeah. Chris Rubio, Valerie Lynn's in there. Corey Fleck just jumped in. Uh, Ron the Materator's in there. Mojo, Lala Meloso's in there. Let's see. Kill Jadis. Um, CPA Joel's in there. Let's see. Oh, and he had a great line in there. He's like, get your donations in before 1231 and stay within the tax year. Oh, of course, the CPA is calling out tax advice. Of course advice. I he love is. It. Of course he is. Jesus Alvarez is in there. Uh, Gianluca Morelli's in there. Hey, from, uh, Gianluca. Uh, from, that's from Italy, right? It's, yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah. yeah. And there was a fellow in there from Brazil earlier. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice, yeah. Nice, nice. So much respect to you guys. So, so yeah, thanks for tuning in for another episode, man. Hey, Raider Nation, I just want to say hello. This is Pastor Mondo of NationMinistry.net. You're listening to Raider Fan Radio with Uncle Marsh and my brother, Murph. Just win, baby. Claybomb with NFL Network here. Hey folks, I know three things you might like. Do you like football? Do you like the Las Vegas Raiders? Do you like listening to things? I'll add a fourth. Do you like swag? Yes. Well, here we got Swag <laughs> Jeff, Murph, Uncle Mosh. This is Raiders Fan Radio. All right, so let's let's check in on what's been so we went oh, to the man. we went to what the players uh, had to say. We went to what the media has to say. Let's go with the with, with the written word here uh, around what's going on with the Raiders and uh, this contract situation that's developing with uh, with that, with said quarterback. Now, listen, I'm going to preface this before going into this discussion. I don't have an opinion one way or the other. <laughs> this is not me saying the Raiders should or shouldn't do anything in terms of Derek contract. And what I am at, what I am doing with this intention with this is though, let's have a discussion 
around value. Let's have a discussion around what makes sense, okay? And it doesn't matter what side you come on. There's no right or wrong answer on this thing. Again, it's not polarizing. I'm just asking questions, and I'm going to present some stuff to you guys, and I want to hear what, what you two think, uh, and then I want to hear you in the chat room. I want to hear what, what you guys think. And remember, if your answer is, Derek Carr's the greatest thing in the world or Derek Carr sucks and shouldn't be in the NFL, then don't even bother commenting because that's not what this is about. This isn't all about all or nothing. It's just I'm asking questions based on the value of what we have upcoming, okay? According to a report from Benny, Vinny Bonsignor of the, of the Las Vegas Review-Journal, the Raiders and Derek Carr, this comes courtesy of our friends at Raiders Beat, by the way. We're great folks over there and really amplify our show. Uh, the Raiders and Derek Carr are expected to part ways at the end of the season. For various reasons, this season feels different for Derek, and league sources have indicated it seems inevitable the Raiders will move on from Carr. This comes from a report Vinny sent out on Thursday. That doesn't necessarily mean they would simply let Carr walk. A trade would undoubtedly be explored, and the league sources indicate there would be enough time for the Raiders to potentially walk, uh, work out a deal uh, with the early February deadline to decide his future. There's been speculation for the Raiders that they might trade Derek, but it's worth noting uh, that this report is coming from the Las Vegas Review-Journal. This is coming from Vinny. So this is coming from inside the walls of Henderson there. So this is a little different. This is not somebody just speculating stuff, not somebody trying to read tea leaves. These are reports coming from inside the building. So there's a little bit more cred to that. Um, the, the article goes on to say, we're not talking about Skip Bayless or Stephen A. Smith here. We're talking about somebody that's an ex basically an extension of the Raiders PR department, which is basically what Vinny is. Um, it's also worth noting that Vic Tafer said the same thing. Vic Tafer, who's the reporter for The Athletic and been reporting on the Raiders for a long, long time. So now we've got, was it cooperative reporting now? That, that means there's smoke, okay? It's one thing to have one person have an opinion. Now you've got two people that are echoing each other. These guys work for competing, you know, presses so there's there's a the, now this means something now we it's worth a discussion normally we would never talk about this kind of stuff but now there's there there's there's potential to it and here's why Derek Carr's cap number and we're going to get into the cap details here in a second but cap number is 34.9 million next season and people who think Mark Davis and Dave Ziegler are just going to rubber stamp that may want to pay attention these four games are bigger than you think is what Vic Tafer had to write. Uh, Tafer stopped short of calling Carr's departure inevitable, but don't ignore the mention of Davis as part of the process that will determine Carr's future with the Raiders. There's some significance to that detail as well. All right, so here's why it would make sense for Mark Davis to be invested in this, and more importantly, Mark Davis and Dave Ziegler. So as we all know, there's a salary cap, and the salary cap has to be managed by uh, the general manager in, in, in a roundabout way, the owner. This says, anybody that says the Raiders can't afford a thing, stop it with that. They're our freaking highly valued NFL franchise. They can figure out money. This has nothing to do with whether they can pay him or not. Anything that's under the salary cap or within the salary cap can easily be accommodated. And so save me that freaking comment as well, because I think that's a, a lame comment. And we've shot that one down through other media sources numerous times. But here's why it makes sense from a competitive standpoint. And this is where the discussion kicks off. So this year, so as of right now in 2022, Derek Carr's cap hit is 19 million. Okay, they, they, they mentioned it's it's uh, uh, going up to 34 million nine. It's actually 875 thousand, but it's 34 nine next year. So that means the amount of cap space that the team has. So let's say you have 200 million dollars. 
35 million of that is going to be committed to Derek Carr for next year. That keeps you from signing free agents. That keeps you from bringing in other key components to your team because you've committed such a high percentage of your cap to just your quarterback. Okay, to give you guys an idea of how much money we're talking about, if we're talking about right now the cap hits in the NFL, if Derek Carr you took that number, that would put him the third highest paid quarterback in the league. Okay? Right behind Ryan Tannehill and Patrick Mahomes. Only two guys in the league. Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Ryan Tannehill this year has a $38 million cap hit. Holy cow. Unbelievable, right? Mahomes is right behind him at (laughs) 35.9, and then you got Kirk Cousins at 31. So Carr would go in between there. Now, for 2023, the list is going to change out. Some guys will come down. Some guys will come up. Dak Prescott's number is massive next year. Deshaun Watson's number is massive next year. Like, you're talking like $40, $50 million. And what is Derek's number next year? Derek's number next year will be that 34.9. So one way or another, when you got some moving down, some moving up, some like Mahomes basically staying the same, Derek Carr's going to be in the top five minimum next year potentially the top three highest paid quarterbacks in the league. So there's the, this is the discussion now, Raider Nation. Do you think Derek Carr is a top five quarterback? It becomes a, it's, it becomes a value question. It stops being bec- becoming a question of do you think he's good or not? That, that doesn't matter. Do, is he a good quarterback? Sure, he's a good quarterback. Is he worth Top three money in the NFL. These are the questions that Dave Ziegler and Mark Davis are asking themselves and having discussions on right now. So I ask you, Raider Nation, what are your thoughts? What are your feelings? Like, are do you think there's value? When you look at teams that were lo- uh, historically over the past chunk of years since they instituted the rookie salary cap, teams with a young performing quarterback and a good running back and a good defense those are the teams that are hoisting trophies. Even the ones that don't hoist the trophy, Joe Burrow and the Bengals, they're in the freaking Super Bowl. When you look at the teams that are winning Super Bowls on their rookie deals, whether it's Joe Flacco or freaking Russell Wilson or whatever, the only ones that are the anomaly there are Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, and that's because they took team-friendly deals. So like this, you know, I'm just throwing it out there. Is is it worth it? I'm gonna, let's go to you first, Swag Jeff. And, the, and, and I would say too, like I've got my list and I'm going to bring it up while you're talking. I've got my list of kind of, I just kind of like ran down the top of my head, like quarterbacks that I would put in that range of like, who would I think is the top five? Who would I think would be like an arguable next five for Derek to be compared to? And I'm telling you guys, again, this isn't me being a, a, a proponent or a detractor for Derek. I love Derek Carr. I love who he's a human being. He represents the Raiders. He's a great quarterback, but when it becomes a value discussion, then there's a lot more, to, I think, to be decided there. And don't be shocked if the Raiders go one way or the other, that's yeah, a lot to take in. There. It's, a, it's a it's a lot it's a lot to take in. Um, a couple a couple things go through my head on that. So so first, you know, you think Derek Carr's my favorite quarterback. So of course, I would love for him to play on my team. Um, you know, so it part of me thinks, yeah, maybe he is worth it. I don't. He's not a top five quarterback. I know that for sure. And there's there's a couple of car car dashians in the in the chat right now that <laughs> that say yes, he's worth it, no problem. Next question, move on. But you know, you also have to think what what are the alternatives? So February fourteenth, whatever that is, mm-hmm. we gotta we gotta make our decision with him. Mm-hmm. Are we gonna cut him? Are we gonna trade him? Are we gonna keep him? You know, so that's quick. And that's also before the draft. So you got to think, what are your alternatives there? 
You've got an experienced guy like Devontae Adams. You've got a guy like Darren Waller. You've got a guy like Hunter Renfro. You know, I mean, Renfro would, but, you know, does Devontae Adams, I mean, he came to Vegas to win. Right. You know, is he is he going to be down with, you know, catching passes from a rookie, you know, in the hey, prime of his career? Yeah. And, you know, and also like, hey, my best friend just got me here. Now you're going to kick him out like he might feel some sort of way about that. So they I don't show know. friends and show business, yeah, dude. That's true. true. That's true. But, you know, but when you look at that, like, you know, and and our draft position, what's the alternative? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you hate to look at it in that way. And just kind of settle because, well, he's probably our best option right now. But, you know, I mean, you know, because what, what are you going to do? You're going to go you're going to go get Tom Brady. Maybe. I don't know. How many people stay in a relationship because they're afraid to be alone, though? You know what I mean? Like, it's true. I, I'm just saying, like, that if there's if there's something brighter in potential mm-hmm. and unfortunately and yeah, you, you don't have it bad. But you don't have it great. Right. So if there's a value discussion to be had, is it worth that risk of departure in order to attain greatness? Because is it are you going to attain great? We're nine years into this. Yeah. This, yeah. This I think thing. we've like seen we've seen Derek Carr at his best. And when he's good, he's really good. But when he's not, mm. he's it's really disheartening. It's like this is and and then sometimes he hovers there for a while and then he gets really good and so it's it is almost like being in you know in a really not a bad relationship but like a comfortable space at least you know you can survive in that space but then you're too afraid to go outside of the space to see what's better is out there yeah. and I, I feel bad for the guy because I feel like he hasn't gotten the best like hand drawn for mo- for the most part you excellent know? point and yeah. but at the same time like. None of us have, you know, like you have to like make it work and you have to elevate everyone to a level that you want to elevate them to. And, and yeah, sometimes you got a shitty defense and, but score in the red zone. Like I, I, is it, he, is he the problem that we haven't scored in the red zone in like freaking forever? Like, it just feels like we've had red zone problems for a really long time. He's the common denominator. And I'm not saying that's like his fault because they've had this turnover of, systems and coaches and players and whatever. And I'm not saying, gosh, don't y'all don't crucify me in the chat. Like I, I like Derek Carr. I, I think he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's a top five quarterback. I think he's top 15, maybe 12. I don't know. Like, I don't know where I'd put him, but he's a good damn quarterback. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I don't know. I I don't want to expect someone to take a team friendly, friendly deal, but man, do something about the, you know, short the defense is looking good, like shore up the defense a little bit. And then I think he could probably, be a little better, but he hasn't shown us a lot this year. Like right. it's been really inconsistent on the low end. We haven't seen a lot of high ends this sure. year, you know? Yeah, ab- absolutely. I totally agree with that. Well, you know, the ideal scenario would be Derek restructures the contract, you know, and right. then we go draft his replacement. Right. Because, you know, whether you love, you're a ride or die car guy or whether you're a get the hell right. out of here kind of guy, you know, I mean, you know, I don't know, man. He just, you know, you won't, you know, if you don't want to go through a rebuild, then, right, yeah. you know, then work, rework your deal, get it, get it in a bonus or whatever it is, make it, make it more team friendly. Mm-hmm. And whether you like to admit it or not, this is his what year nine or 10, yeah. you know, he ain't going to be, be around. 10. Next year will be 10. He ain't going to be around right. forever. Yeah. You know, he's not Tom Brady. Sorry. He's not going to play till he's 50 years old. It's just not going right. to happen. So you think maybe you got another few years, you know, are you willing 
to keep Derek Carr for a few more years and sacrifice maybe whenever he just says, okay, bye, I'm going right. to the house. Thanks for all that money and no Super Bowls. You know, you know, I mean, what do you do at that point? Then you go draft a guy. But, you know, you also or God forbid he got hurt, hurt. or something. Yeah, what exactly. the and then you're forced into that. Yeah. God forbid. You know what exactly. I mean? Or like, because even if like it weren't like a career ender per se, but if, you know, and again, I'm not, oh, please, I, I don't even, I even hesitate to bring it up. Yeah. But if what if there's an ACL or yeah. something like that or an Achilles or whatever, sure. like, I mean, these guys are weekend, NFL yeah. athletes. It happens to mm-hmm. them. You know what I mean? And then what position are the Raiders in when they've got no plan for exactly. the long term coming yeah. up? And Mojo said in the chat, and, and keep these chat points going because it's hard for me to keep up with the chat during yeah. the show, but I always go back and read it and and, and really want to know what your all's opinion is because I'm I'm really curious. I, I think this is a frankly a, a fascinating uh, topic right now. Mm. Um, okay, Mojo says at some point his numbers coincide with his longevity. He's been here for nine years. I think that's where I'm getting to. Is it like you know there's it's it's now like when you're you're four, you're five, you're six, like ah eh, whatever, save it. Like Derek's, he's still got a ceiling. He's still got up upside. He got. Now it's different. Now our sample size is massive, right? And then now the age and, you know, because the NFL, here's the thing, guys. The NFL pays you for what you're going to do, not what you've done. Ain't nobody right. getting a, the Titans did not pay Derek Car, uh, Derek Henry's contract because they, th- they were appreciative of what he did the year before. Right. They paid him that fat contract because of what he was going to do for them next year. Right. That's the way. So you got to remember the Raiders investment in Derek Carr is based on what he's going to do. So for next year, is he going to be have the value of these other quarterbacks that you would put in this conversation? I'm gonna run off a rough list to you guys here, and just and, and just and chat room. Let me know which what, what you have to say. Let's see. Paul says, uh, "Let's see what, what's going on there. How long did it take us to get good at quarterback again?" That's L and M Pro. That's a that's a very, he says. How long does it take? Yeah. Yes. I, look, man, I got enough turns totally on the calendar. You, man. I remember yeah, freaking sure. Andrew Walter. I remember Aaron Brooks. I remember those <laughs> days, man. Post Rich Gannon, Michelle, you remember that stuff. Yes. You remember like those were, you know, I remember the Tuiasa Sopo mm-hmm. days. I remember like all the different quarterbacks that we marched out there. Brother, that comment is not lost on me a bit. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't 100% agree with that. You know, that, that, but what I'm telling you though is that the model of the NFL right now looks a little bit different. Yeah. And so, should the Raiders look to something more that's similar to what other teams are doing in the NFL that's actually finding success in the postseason? And, and because, listen, whether we like it or not, quarterback is the most valuable position in all of team sports. It is what it, if you don't have a quarterback, then you're screwed. Yeah. Like, there's no freaking chance. So, anyways, right now, just off the top of my list, and I wrote these down when we were sitting here. Quarterbacks I would put in there. Tom Brady, I'd put in there as better than Derek Carr. Pat Mahomes, I'll put in there as better than Derek sure. Carr. Lamar Jackson, I'll put in there as better than Derek Carr. Aaron Rodgers, I'm putting better than Derek Carr. Jalen Hurts, right for I'm talking about 2022, right now, right. quarterback. Playing better than Derek Carr. Joe Burrow is playing better than Derek Carr. Josh Allen is playing better than Derek Carr. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That means Derek Carr right now, if you at the best, the best case scenario is number eight. I'd say in the discussion. Matt Stafford, Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins, uh, Justin Herbert, and Deshaun Watson. There's five more guys, and those are arguable. I'm not telling you Derek Carr is better or worse than any of those five guys, but it's a conversation. It's like whether you, you know, based on wins, and I'm not talking about just the eye test. I'm talking about on wins. I'm talking about success in the NFL. You got Super Bowl winners on here. So, I mean, it's fair to have that discussion. So when you look at that, there's that's 13 quarterbacks in the NFL Derek would be number 14 if you put him there or at highest he's eight. Yeah. Like that's Ron, Ron said, Jared Goff. 
that's a guy that, you know, started his career kind of oh, yeah. sluggish and he's kind of redefined himself mm-hmm. a little bit in Detroit. You know, so he's I, he's playing better than Derek Carr Rich, this year. There you go. You could add Jared Goff to the list. And listen, Rich Gannon was 35 years old when he took us to the Super Bowl or more than that. I think he was 35 when he joined the Raiders. Anyways, it's not that quarterbacks can't have a resurgence. And Derek Carr might be that guy to have that, too. But I'm just saying, man, when it comes to value, Michelle, yeah. when you listed those other names that are on this list and only two or three of these guys are going to make more money than Derek, and I don't care about the man making money. I wish he right. could make all the money in the sure. world. But but what it does, it becomes a hamper to our competitive standpoint. So that Yeah, it feels like the saying, only a- option would be for him to restructure and bring in a young guy to learn. I mean, I feel like right. he'd be I think a great that's the answer. I think you guys teach. blended on that. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think so because, you know, because I, cause he's... I mean, they need to do that anyway. Well, I mean, Someone's got to come sure, in and start right, learning. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's time for maybe Derek Carr. He, it's maybe time for Derek Carr to put his money where his mouth is. Oh, right. Because he said for years and years and years, I'm a Raider mm-hmm. or I'm a yeah. analyst or I'm a Raider or I'm a stay-at-home dad. That's right. Or whatever. Like, okay, you want to be a Raider? Now this is your option. Because if yeah. not, we'll either cut your ass. Right. Because he said he doesn't want to go play for another team. Mm-hmm. So I really, he's You'd not. have to void his no trade clause. Yes. Yeah. So he ain't going to do it. Yeah. I, I don't, no, I don't think see him he's going to do it. Yeah. I think our choices would be to cut him or restructure. Yeah. Because he ain't going to go. He doesn't want to be a cult. He doesn't want to be a saint. He right. doesn't want to be a name whatever 28 other teams. He doesn't want to be any other shit. He wants to be a Raider. So if you want to be a Raider, we want you to be a Raider. Right. But you kind of got to you got to kind of need you, you to gotta, get a, you got to work with us we here need a, a little 20 bit, million man. dollar hit not a 35 million that's dollar right, hit that's hey, right hey you like handing that ball off to Josh Jacobs Derek right yeah work there a deal go. there you go yeah. work there a deal you, go. you know See, what yeah. I mean you yeah. like keep throwing that ball to Waller and Renfro because if we keep you, we might have to get one, right. rid of one of those guys. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? Well, those it, two guys won't go anywhere, but maybe, but, a, but a Matt Collins, maybe. like those, any, not, we, not man. If they want to keep Derek and we got to address money, other positions, right. those other two. Yeah, but those guys got guaranteed money, though. And it, when, it, when you got dead cap money, they're yeah. not going anywhere, man. I don't know. Any man. of those new contracts from last year, those guys aren't going to go anywhere, man. We disagree on that one. Yeah, those guys aren't going anywhere. You, you can't, if you have a big dead cap number, the players are not moving. Anyways. Listen, this is this is this was. I'm um, thank you guys for indulging me on in this, and I cannot wait to hear what the um, what, what the oh, going bananas. Uh, Chronicles Black Hole. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Brady and Rodgers yeah. are playing like shit this year. They are not doing better than Derek Carr, dude. I'm sorry, I, I push back on that. Derek Carr's not having a great year. Yeah, Derek, yeah. Uh, listen, like Michelle said earlier, like red zone woes. Like, okay, Derek Carr here in year nine is one of only three players, I think to have passed for 75,000 yards in their first nine years in the league. And it's like Matt Ryan, um, I forget who, Peyton Manning or something, and then and it's like Derek Carr. But he's also the absolute greatest red zone interceptor thrower in the in league history. So you have these dichotomies, man. So, like, I'm sorry, man. Does, does Tom Brady, how many picks does he have in the end zone this year? Like, I know he's not having a great year. He's not, but it's Tom Brady. So like the bar is pretty yeah. freaking high. Like Derek Carr is not having a great year based on Derek Carr's bar. So mm-hmm. like, again, man, it's all just a discussion. I'm not trying to sell you one way or the other. He is my favorite quarterback today. And he will be my favorite quarterback until the day that he doesn't wear silver and black. He's got my undying and most relentless support. And I wish him nothing but success. Exactly. We I want him, him to be great. Well. What, right, Michelle? Exactly. Talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the thing. Every Sunday, Thursday, Monday, whatever, we want to see him 
absolutely annihilate absolutely. that. You know, like there's never a time where I'm like, mm, I really hope Derek Carr blows it this Sunday. Like no one's thinking that. I some people every, do. Well, there some are some clowns do. out there that yeah. do. Yeah, like y'all <laughs> jump ship because that's ridiculous. But yeah, I I want him to do well. Like I go into every game hoping he throws five freaking touchdowns. You know, yeah. like and I absolutely. think that's how most fans are. We want to see him do well. Yeah, he just isn't. Uh, yeah. Well, and, you know, and, and CPA Joel in the chat says, you still got to draft a quarterback. That's right. And I totally agree with that. You know, I mean, I, I, I seriously think, and I'm still kind of on board for it, go get Hendon Hooker in the fourth. You know what I mean? Bring a guy like that in just to, you know, because if you do decide to keep Derek, if you've restructured him or just decide that you're just going to continue paying him $35 million a year, whatever it is, you know, you got to bring in another guy to get ready for this era to be over because right. at some point it will be over. At some point it's going to be. And you know, and in the, and the idea that like, and you don't need nowadays anymore and we'll get off this in a second. We'll get into see of fans. <laughs> Cause we need to hear from you guys enough of us. Uh, but I will say this, that like, I forget, I think it was Mojo. Maybe somebody made a great point this weekend. We were having a talk about quarterbacks and I'm, and if, and if you're in the chat and you remember this conversation, remind me, cause I apologize. Cause I want to give you credit for this point. Nowadays in the NFL, when you draft a quarterback, they're good enough to win from day one. It's not like the old days where you got to draft somebody and they got to sit behind because these guys yeah. have been playing football since they were freaking five years old. They play it year round now. It's not like in the old days where you would play football one season, then you play baseball. And, and I know some guys do and they still play basketball. Now, but when you're that talented at, at football, you're playing football just about year round. Mm -hmm. So by the time you make it through all your college years, all your or high school years, all your college years, by the time you get drafted in a high round in the NFL, guess what? You're ready from day one. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're seeing in the NFL. The NFL is evolving. Fred said it when we interviewed him. There was a George Atkins, I can't remember one of those guys, said the, the, the league is, has evolved from what it was when, when we played in the 70s. And five years from now, it will be different from what it is today. Mm -hmm. yep. The league continually evolves, and it's okay that it evolves. And, it, and what the most important position or the most important task for the general manager is to anticipate what the league is going to be in a few years and build your roster to accommodate what it's going to become. That's what it's all about. And that's why I'm asking these questions because I think it's interesting. Anyways, I've, I've, I've rambled enough about any guys, you got either one of you got anything you want to no. hit before we tag and get out of here. All right. For crying out loud, let's go to see the fans. <laughs> mailbag. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, 
everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. His body throws. It is. Paul in the chat, man. Great point. He says, I want to hear QB Jeff's take on things. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. We'll shut up about it until the next time we can get QB Jeff. We can get an actual quarterback in here and uh, and have him talk about it. And when we know he's a huge Derek Carr supporter. He's a Derek Carr guy. uh, And we'd love to hear his opinion on that for sure. All right. Enough of us. Let's hear from you guys. Let's check in with the Sea of Fans mailbag. You can reach us a handful of ways here at Raiders Fan Radio. You can send us a, uh, well, you can chat with us at youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio at any time. Uh, you can jump in there. That is at 4 p.m. Pacific and 7 p.m. Eastern every Wednesday. And I love our chat room. We have the best best chat room in, in all of sports and, and especially Raider Nation. And we appreciate you uh, and, and, and your uh, support of this show and, uh, very, very much. You can also email the show at show. Oh, okay. Hold on. Uh, show. show. Michelle, you, you want my Sharpie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Actually, got... you know, let me grab a pen right here. Hold on. Okay, okay, all, right, okay. All, right. all right. Go ahead. Okay, right. okay so it's show. So S. Okay. Okay. H. O. Uh, w. Which is like two U's put together. So spelled like this? Like, let's see. Show. Yep, you got it. Michelle, did you get it? I got that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, show. First shot. So it's that incredibly inventive email address. Show. <laughs> Paul says, let me get my quill. Uh, show <laughs> RaidersFanRadio.com. Uh, or you can call us at 909-345-3346. That is 909-345-3346. Where we do weather on the eights, traffic on the nines. Uh, but appreciate you and the way you contact our show. And so let's go ahead and kick off the emails. Michelle, you have all the emails tonight. I have tonight. all of them. Oh, my gosh. All right. all right. Who do we <laughs> Oh, what do yeah. happen? What up, Jeff? Your tongue swell up? It does every week. I feel. <laughs> Got stung by a beam. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's up, RFR crew? Hooligan Nation from the Frozen 515. Merry Christmas, Murph, Swag Jeff, and the original F-bomb, Michelle. Ah, uh, nice. <laughs> what an amazing weekend in Vegas. Let me just take a second to describe the moment from my perspective. So there I was, sitting in the end zone, watching the game, heading towards overtime, the Cheatriots with the ball, and time for one more snap. The Pat fans around me were feeling it and loud as shit, which is a whole nother issue. They snapped the ball, and I'm screaming for someone to stop them as they seem to be breaking tackles and heading my way. I'm thinking, well, shit, do I need to jump on the field to stop this debacle? Just then it got interesting. For some reason, they pitched it back, and then they pitched it again. But wait, they forgot 55 wasn't on their team anymore. Then confusion set in. We couldn't believe what we were seeing. For a split second, everyone paused in the stands, Cheatriot fans and the nation united in the lack of understanding of what they were seeing. Then we witnessed Jones on Jones' crime as 55 ran that little dude the F over and headed for the promised land. Touchdown Raiders. We had just witnessed the Sin City miracle at the start of Hanukkah. We laughed and cried and laughed some more all the way through the strip. What a win. Another big week coming up with the Steelers. Everything's a must win. No matter what happens, Raider Nation is for life. Just win, baby. Nice. That's Hooligan Nation. All right. 
Oh, okay. Here we go. Salute RFR. Salute Nation. When watching the Raiders play, all I ask for is effort, not excuses. Baker had the Hollywood script. Chandler had friends. Chandler Jones provided all effort on that final play to close the show. As he went to tackle the running back, he somewhat whiffed on the tackle. However, he did not give up on the play. As he proceeded to stand back up, he saw the ball was going to be thrown to Mac Jones and made the proper adjustment to intercept that pass and show Raider Nation that he still had something left in the tank to get to the end of to get to the end zone. Just an incredible effort play. Gotta love it. I watched reactions in the game-ending play about a hundred times, and it just puzzles me to see Chandler Jones fell down in the in the shield between the R and the S and stood up, and his silver pants and black jersey blended right in with the shield logo at midfield, as if it was supposed to happen. Mm. Jacoby Myers didn't see Jones standing there because he was camouflaged with the shield. Great seeing the band back together, still waiting for the dominant performance on both sides to show up. We just love to watch them finish with no slack. Salutations from the silver and black Mac. Ray. Hey, nice. nice. Black Mac. Yeah, that's good. One. I didn't think about that. Him being camouflaged by the yeah, that's interesting. The, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Very interesting. All right, I believe this is Paul. Evening, everybody. To start with tonight, huge congratulations to you all for another amazing Bolitnikov Foundation weekend. I say this every year, but you must be pinching yourselves when you can sit and chat with the likes of Lincoln Kennedy, Rod Martin, George Atkinson, and the great Freddie B himself. Well-deserved reward for the work you put into everything. Well done, everybody. On the field, we went from the disaster that was the Rams' defeat to Sunday's bizarre win against the Patriots. I don't know where to start. I don't know what to say about either game, so I'll just say this instead. Being a Raiders fan is like being Wiley Coyote, constantly hoping for the best, but every dream and plan leads to disappointment and frustration. Why can't we be the roadrunner for once? Always ahead of the game and in control of the situation. Living in a world where chaos is something that happens to others. I guess for now we'll just have to keep on hoping that maybe the Acme Corporation will come up with an idea for us. It just occurred to me that some of you will be too young to know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> so, go to the, <laughs> so go to the YouTubes and you'll get it. As we are reaching the end of another year, I thought a Sizzler scoreboard update would be in order. Oh, nice, Paul. <laughs> we now have had 173 award shows since the first Sizzler on episode 102. Wow. There have been 219 awards handed out to 76 different winners including the now non-eligible people. The current numbers are Kiljadis, 21, Houston Raider Steve, 16, Tihom, 13, Raiderborn Rico, 10, Matthew Mangus and Tida Raider, 9, Daniel Mangus, 8, Rev Raider, 7, Kevin the Raider Nerd, 6, Coach Davis, Patch and Michelle, 5, Josh in the 703, Pirate 1975, and Raider Ramon, 4, B-Dog in a Pasture, Lalo Meloso, OG Daniel, and Wyoming Raider, 3, Fargo Raider, Stacy Ruff Raider, and Tyrone Graves, 2, then we have 46 people on one Sizzler each. We've also had four Sizzlers awarded on the same night that the winner became a made man or woman. Kevin the Raider no- Nerd, episode 111. Chucktown Raider, episode 133. Raider Ramon, episode 144. Fabricator Gill, episode 162. Glad wow. tidings to you all this festive season. Hopefully it's a peaceful, happy time for you and your loved ones. On to Christmas morning in the UK anyway, and the Pittsburgh Squealers. <laughs> St- stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi. Paulie Award winner 2019 and 2022. Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020. BRT Sizzler, Scorekeeper, Proud Made Man. Five-time, 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 times two. Winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Yay! Nice job, Paul. 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 Paul.
Darn right you are. Great well, job yeah. there from Paul. <laughs> and I appreciate all the emailers tonight. Appreciate Hooligan Nation, Silver and Black Mac, and of course, Paul. Good job, yeah. Michelle. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that was that was a solid email. That was a solid email. And you read it perfectly. Because I'd still be reading. I'd still be reading for sure. Hey, so so Paul brought up all the sizzlers and all the people that got yes, that sizzled so cool. on their get made night. That's a which great is, stat. Yeah, that's, that's a really a good fun yeah, stat. Yeah, yeah. So so I I figured since he's updating, let's update. So, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. What you got there, so, so, so we've got the full made man and women list. Oh, so, nice, yeah. nice, so, nice. So in no particular order. So we've got uh, Jimmy Zebach, Hardcore Raider, Johnny in San Diego, uh, Chuck Splatterhead McCann, Ron and Alliance, Alaska Raider, Dakota Raider, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, uh, Red and Yakima, uh, Jim from the East Coast, Yayo in Jersey, uh, Big Raider Trucker, Wyoming Raider, Diego in Georgia, Running Bear, Mojo, Junior in San Diego, Beto in you know the city, uh, uh-huh. J- James in Arkansas, <laughs> Monster Mash Ken, Raider Roo, Ev Dog, Houston Raider Steve, Jesse in Kentucky, B Dog in a Pasture, uh, Max in San Diego, Rev Raider, Raider One, Eye Patch, Alex in Tucson, Ruben in Vegas, Dave in the 330, Kevin the Raider Nerd, Paul. Uh, 24 Karat Kev, the cool-ass Raider. One Nation Jeff. Chucktown Raider. Haley in Scotland. Lino, the Full Metal Mexican. Central Valley Raider. RBK Raider. Coach Davis. Raider Ramon. Raider Born Rico. Raider Trucker Dan. Sugar Shane. Super Deuce. Daniel Mangus. Just Win Johnny. Matthew Mangus. Pirate 1975. JC Raider. Fabricator Gill. Big Mike. Uh, Tieter Raider, the Big Easy Kill Jada, Stacy Rough Raider, Scotland's own David Love. Uh, Miguel Ruiz is in there. Uh, let's see. Uh, Raider Jeff and KC, Adam Hill, Michelle Sweat, who hey. which is hey, hey, hey. Uh, Frank and NorCal. Put that on the stat list, Ron, uh, 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 yeah. Paul. The only the only member of Raiders fan radio crew that's made. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Raider Flash, Maritime Granny Raider, Grampy Raider, uh, Raider Karaoke Kid. Raider Chemist, OG Daniel, Tyrone Graves, Edgar V, Lala Meloso, Erica S, Salmon SD, Trinidad, Storm, Duke City Raider, Atticus B. Rockin', Fargo Raider, Ebony Graves, Collar in the 207, Raider Jack and Everett, uh, Mr. Los Angeles, Cool Cody, Captain Jack Rackham, Yar Gaffers, uh, Jay Jackson from Arizona Raider Nation, Raider Shank, Josh in the 703, Donovan, PSP Raiderette, William in the 530, Jesus Alvarez, Silver and Black Mac, Animal Mother, Hooligan Nation, and CPA Joel. So, yeah, so much respect to each and every one of you. And we got a few over here that are at two. Oh, that's yeah, right. So yeah. We got a few. Yeah. So Lucid Raider, uh, Adelon, and Mrs. OG Daniel. They're all at two. Oh, let's so go. Let's go. Get another call in, man. There we go. There, there we go. go. Appreciate all of you so very, very much and the incredible support you give us here at Raiders Fan Radio. All right, we're starting to run long, so let's jump into these voicemails. And uh, kicking off the top of the segment, as always, is my cousin Sonny. What up, Murph? What up, Swag? What up, Michelle? <laughs> <laughs> what up, Made Men? What up, Raider Nation? This is Cousin Sonny up here in the Pacific 
North Wet. Man, Murph, uh, beautiful weekend this past weekend. Got to meet up with you and the lovely Valerie in Vegas. Got to attend our, our, our annual Raider game. I think it's 11, 12 years now in a row. And uh, so many things to say, Murph, so many things to say. But I think what really, what really got to me this weekend was what it means to be a Raider. And I think as fans, we get caught up in a lot of bullshit, a lot of things that don't matter. And this weekend really cemented what it means to be a Raider in my eyes. You know, first, Murph, watching you be able to, to be the only podcast represented at the Blitnikoff dinner, to be sitting there with our father's heroes, right, with our uncle's heroes, for you to be interviewing and, and talking and chopping it up like your your colleagues with Fred Bolitnikoff. My gosh, Murph, and Atkinson, like, like, people were smiling down at that point, you know? And you belong there. You look like you belong there. And, and props to you, Murph, for taking this thing to, to the level it's gotten to here now. And props to everybody listening right now who's helped make that come to fruition. The whole goal was to create an environment where you can talk about the Raiders. Murph, you've done that in exceedingly good fashion here. Second, Murph, I brought my wife to the game this last weekend. And at the start of the Raider game, she started tearing up. She started crying. Because as long as she's known me, I've talked about the Raiders. As long as she's known me, I, I, my clothing is colored in Raiders. I bought, 10 years ago, I bought this kid's book, a wooden kid's book for the Raiders. Talked about all the Raiders players and blah, 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 blah. And so she's been reading that to my kids for the last 10 years. So here she was at the stadium seeing everything come to fruition, seeing all the Raiders stuff, and it was overwhelming for her, man. And it made her tear up. And this weekend as I was flying back, I'm just thinking about what it means to be a Raider. It's more than just a season. It's more than just a game. It's a mindset, and it's an attitude. It's an attitude to stick up for those who can't stick up for themselves. It's an attitude of, I'm going to get mine no matter what. And I'm going to do it my way. So, Murph, Raider Nation till I die. Let's go. Playoffs or not, it's good to be a Raider. All right, let's go. There you go. Job, cousin Sonny. Yep. I love the incredible metered take we get from cousin Sonny yeah. when he's got a few days to sit on it. <laughs> yeah, right. Versus the ones that we get like immediately post game. And speaking of that, of immediate reactions post game, <laughs> this is freaking amazing. Let's check in with our good friend down there in Mississippi. Let's check in with Miss Ebony Graves. Gonna be in such a 
fucking good mood. Oh, <laughs> hey, <yo>. Awesome. <laughs> Just, oh, I don't even know how to feel. <laughs> if you haven't figured it out by now, this is Ebony. <laughs> Chat goes. Is this the same Ebony that says she's not a Raider? Right, yeah, right. Yeah, uh-huh. she she is full on embraced. Yes. The dark, yeah. She is part of the dark side, yeah. man. There's no way you are still rooting for that other team. Right. We won't even bring it up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the only thing cooking is five guys, not yeah. not, uh, oh, not that nice. guy in the orange. Yeah. But anyways, man, that was amazing. Great call. And and I think I love about that call. That is exactly how oh, all of us yes, felt in that exactly. moment. Exactly. Yeah. That is, that is so good. So we appreciate you, Miss <laughs> Ebony. Um, you know, what I just realized in here. Okay. In the rundown, aside from Sonny, who's of course the, at the top of the the segment there, Miss Ebony and her husband Tyrone actually bookend this oh, segment. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, how yeah, fun. Yeah. 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 So pretty cool there. And and I and I listen. I don't put my thumb on a scale. <laughs> it's up to you, you know, Jeff, to, to pick you. the sizzler, which is the best caller email of the night. But I got to say, it might come down to between one of those two because they're both great calls. All right, next up, let's check in with our good buddy down there in L.A., and uh, he is Lalo Meloso. Raider Nation, Lalo Meloso here. Murph, I just saw you on uh, Silver and Black today, and you mentioned that T-Pain performed at halftime. Now, I don't know if you, any, if you know, but he has a song called I Can't Believe It, and that's the first thing I said. After at the end of that uh, game, so I was thinking, I'm gonna go do something that I used to do back in the late '80s when I was a teenager. I would get in my mom's uh, two-door uh, Chevy Impala late in the evening and take a cruise on Whittier Boulevard. So that's what I'm gonna do right now. That's awesome. Sitting yeah, in my driver's seat, I'm gonna go cruise down the boulevard. I'm gonna bump that song by T-Pain. Regardless of how embarrassing wifey and Mr. Los Angeles say that is, <laughs> they can put earplugs or those noise-canceling earbuds that they have, in my opinion, or even hold up a sign that says, hey, he's adopted. You know? <laughs> right, one last thing. Speaking of that song, I can't believe it. There's some lyrics or or bars, as the kids now say, that uh, they're on that song, I can't believe it. And I think that uh, Coach Belichick is going to sing to uh, Jacoby Myers. And that goes something like this. Uh, Baby, I brought you in the back just to have a conversation. Really think you need some ventilation. Let's talk about you and me. Oh, I can't believe it. Anyways, speaking of Jacoby Myers, thank you. Gracias for that early Feliz Navidad, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever holiday you like to celebrate our nation. Again, gracias, Jacoby Myers. I'm out, Raider Nation. All right, there he is. Nice. Our buddy Lalo. That was awesome, man. Hey, man, I'd be right there with you. Right. I wouldn't be sulking down on my seat, man. I'd be right there. Crank it up, man. Let's go. Uh, that was awesome, man. Good stuff there. All right, next up, let's go from uh, so we're going to go from so we went from uh, Sonny, who's in Oregon, Ebony is in Mississippi, uh, Lalo, who's in LA. Now we're going to Alabama and checking in with our buddy Josh down there in the 703. What up, fam? Man, it's all about a Sin City miracle right there. <laughs> Woo! Not gonna lie, my 
My head was down for a minute. We were up 17-3. Carter threw that pick, which that was a great play by DB. I don't people are talking. They can talk whatever they want, but that was a great play by DB. It was. I mean, I don't – Josh Daniels, he loves them screens. I don't know why he loves screens so damn much, but so does the tunnel. That's so a great play on it. But, man, you know, all of a sudden we're down 24-7. It's like, fuck, what the hell? Is, we're doing it again. We're doing it the fuck again. What is – why? <laughs> and they caught the that touchdown in the back of the end zone. I'm like, okay, that, that's a chance. I'm like, we're doing it. And then I'm like, all right, they're going to they, you know, they, they get the ball. I'm like, okay, they're going to run it. And that look, man, I don't know what the hell he was thinking. But he was like, okay, I'm a Mac Jones back there somewhere. He threw it for Jones. And he threw it for the wrong He's Jones. back there Ball somewhere. For for so, man, talk about a game. Hate the Patriots. Almost as much as I hate the Bronx. I hate the Patriots and Bill Belichick in his ass. But anyways, you know. Look forward to the next game. We're not out of the playoffs yet. I know everyone's like, that's a pipe dream. But, uh, hey, saying we have a chance. So, we'll keep it rolling. And, man, the Steelers. Nice. <laughs> Josh in the 703. Good stuff there from Josh. He's actually pretty metered on his on his yeah. take there. I'm surprised. Yeah. You only yeah. had to edit a few of those out. Absolutely, yeah. It was like 39 seconds before I had to uh, pull the yeah. first sensor beep in there, yeah. All right, let's go back to Southern California, and let's check in with Adam in San Diego. What up, Swag, Michelle, Mark. I don't know why I'll be forgetting names. But, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's winning like a professional. That's finishing like a professional. Man, I ain't gonna lie. We were up 14 points, three to 17. They came back, and it was like, "What the fuck are we doing?" Oops, I'm sorry. <laughs> what the hell are we doing? And then it was just like, "All right, all right." I didn't think that was a touchdown by Keenan Cole, but you know, they they Russ finally gave us something. They finally did it, and then and then it was like, "All right, all right, we tied the game up." Here we go. Here we go. Play defense. Oh, he broke one tackle, broke two tackles. I'm like, oh, here we go. They're going to get in field goal range. Oh, shit. Oh, wait, they ain't got no time. Oh, they're going to lateral it. Oh, they lateral it again. Oh, my God. Still going forward. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, my God. Oh, touch it. Oh, what oh, oh, it's a final. It's over. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes. He's done. Yeah, there we go. Good stuff there from right Adam in San Diego. I, it, my, you know, my camera is on a s- static focus. Hold that picture, uh, up, Jeff. So Jeff's on, got got the uh, got the autofocus, so you can see it there. I'm holding up a picture. Somebody sent me that. Look at that. Oh yeah. You can clearly see his foot is in. Look at that. It's it was a catch. A hundred percent. There it is. There's an inch of daylight right there, right, Michelle, between his foot and the end of the end zone. Yeah, that. Yeah, it's closer than it looks though, because that black is his shoe. It's yeah, the, part it's, of that black it's is the, the ring shoe. of his shoe. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's oh, a lot a good closer point. than it looks. But those yeah. are oh damn incredible shoes. Yeah, uh, for 
this exact reason. A hundred percent. Yeah. Wow. No kidding. I didn't even notice that the first I, time I looked at I it. I saw someone pointed it out on Twitter and I was like, oh, damn. He's still in I, though. He's still in, but it's, it's not quite. It's but literally that no ring, room for margin. It doesn't matter perfect. if he's in or not. Oh, exactly. It, it doesn't they matter. They couldn't have flipped it. It just doesn't matter. But it, it's, it is an incredible, he'll never change shoes. Probably he's going to wear those. Right. Forever. Totally. <laughs> and Hey, if you thought that he was out, <laughs> It does not. Oh, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. I, you know what? I saw, I saw a TikTok of someone doing that. It was like some, like couple fans talking or whatever. It was like, oh, a it's Mr. Fritz. Oh, it was Mr. The, Fritz. That That's guy right. is oh, freaking yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah, he did it. Oh my yeah, gosh, he, we he, love him. <laughs> he walked up to the guy and he goes, "What do you think about that last call? Was it a touchdown?" And he goes, well, "I think." And then it cuts this. It, cuts <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter, matter what you think. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you think. That's right. <laughs> that, so funny. that guy's great. He's as the kids say, savage. Oh, the TikToks. oh, dude, he makes runs at all kinds of people. I love it's it. cr- oh, he's I love great. It. Yeah, Listen, he's g- it's about damn time we got a right? call called in our di- way. I mean, just like we were talking please. about with like the Patriots fans, yeah. like us, like not feeling any kind of sorry. Like we can get all the calls and still Ex- not and make still, up for it. Yeah, you can yeah. give us calls yeah. for the next fifty years, exactly. and then the, Patri- be even. the Patriot and fans don't ever need to complain about anything ever. Like ever. seriously, bro. Like, Ever. You got six lem- Shut up. Yeah. yeah shut yeah. Not, up. Not to mention the Red Sox and the and, Bruins and, oh, and the yeah, Celtics. And the Celtics like, and all like, that stuff. Y'all have got some belts and rings. Yeah. Like, leave us alone. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, man. Like, you know sympathy. Go pack the car and shut the hell yeah. up. <laughs> Jackass. No, and they got those like on apples. our back. So yeah. I don't want to hear shit. Yeah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> all right. <laughs> And my, by the way, okay, <laughs> yeah, they showed oh. at the game. They're you know they're pan around and show the famous people that are there. Sure. Okay, Mark Wahlberg, and they've got Mark Wahlberg with a Raider logo on there, and he's wearing nondescript uh, clothes, probably his own clothing line or something like that. Right. Raider fan though is hip enough to know that yeah, guy's a, a Patriot a fan. Patriot, Patriot fan. And booed his ass. Oh, Did they boo his good. ass? Hell yeah, we good. booed his ass. We all booed his ass. And we also booed Dana White. Although he's Mr. Vegas, he's a freaking chowderhead too. And freaking, so we booed his ass as well. But like, that whole Don't thing. Don't get me started on Dana White. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay, let's get, let's get back to the calls. Yeah. Let's go down to Houston. Oh, yeah. I love how we're all over the map tonight. Yeah. I love it. This is my Great. favorite part about our callers is all over the, literally all over the, the globe. Uh, let's check in uh, down in Houston. We call him the Houstorian because he is always full of amazing Raiders facts, and he doesn't let down on this call either. Let's check in with our good friend, Houston Raiders Steve. Hey, Murph, Moss, White Jeff, Nation, made men, made women. Houston Raiders Steve, I almost lost my voice. I'm still trying to get it back from when Chandler Jones had that pick six from that historic game against Bill Belichick's Patriots. What happened was all the years of futility against them, the tuck game, the Howie Long incident where, uh, what's his name, Matt Millen punched the heckling uh, Billy Sullivan, the Patriots owner's son, in the L.A. Coliseum. Unfortunately, Daryl Stingley incident in uh, Mexico City, massacre against us and all the other great horrible things that happened against us we finally won what i yelled at the tv and i was directing it directly at bill belichick was take that mofo i yelled at as long as i could and i lost my voice i later had to go apologize to the people in the other room i was in the green bay packers that's harsh language from yeah, houston Raiders too no by the way. Yeah. easy with that golly gosh darn it 
your hot dog. <laughs> so to tell him all the years, my brother-in-law from inner city Boston has been giving me shite about the Raiders. So we got it back. And all I can say is the Raiders are back, baby. Derek Carr is our quarterback, and anybody doesn't like that can kiss our grits. They call us people <laughs> yeah. from, from... Way to go, Flo. <laughs> Yeah. And if you get that joke, you're of a particular That's age or, or season in life, we'll say. Boston and Massachusetts, mass holes. Yes, you heard it right. Go Raiders. Goodbye. Love it. Goodbye. Uh, Houston Raiders, Steve. Ah, I love it. He's the best. All right. You ready for this? So if, uh, if your significant other is around, uh, hide him. Uh, let's let's. So we are all over the globe tonight. We are. Yeah, we're we going are. to the Canary Islands for crying out loud. Wow! And uh, we're going to check in with the man with the dulcet tones. Uh, he is the Italian-born, but more importantly, as he says, he is the Raider-born Rico. And uh, man, and, and listen, we always joke and and, and have fun with, with with how cool his voice is. Uh, but he's got the greatest takes, man. And, yes. and 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 he's always got the cool background music going. Yeah. And this this week, man, I'm telling you, this is a murderer's row of callers yeah, this week. We've got no an kidding. amazing group of callers and uh and yeah and rico does not let us down let's and check he's in, in. The ch- and he's in the chat is he in the chat room uh, yeah. yeah all right what's up raider born rico appreciate you in the chat room my friend and i uh, appreciate this call hey guys raider born rico here calling you pre-game against the patriots and i work my ass off monday to saturday every week of every month just to enjoy sunday and I enjoy Sunday for three main reasons. Number one, it's an holiday, the holiest day ever created. Number two, it's a family day. Number three, it's Raiders Day. That's why I don't work on Sunday. I like to start my day being thankful for what I got, stay near my other people, and watch my team play. Now, my team sometimes lose, most of the time, sometimes win. But one thing for sure my team always do every Sunday, it fills my heart. Most of the time till the heart attack. So regardless, <laughs> playoff implications, dramas, an end of season, a miracle spot, a Super Bowl season, a season that finished 116, even a season with the Warriors as a quarterback, regardless. <laughs> I will never stop cheering for my team and my players. Darren Waller is a beast. I'm going to cheer for him. Hunter Efro is a beast. I'm going to cheer for him. So quick the morning, nation. Let's go. On Sunday, yeah. met with your friends or That's family. Right. Feel the company of your couch if you're alone. Go to the stadium. Grab a drink at the bar dressed all in black surrounded by strippers. Do whatever <laughs> please you. Don't matter. Just be a raider. Don't look back and never give up. With all that say, I love you all. Cheers to all of you from the bottom of my heart. I really love you. And I'm out. Oh my gosh. Raider for Rico. So good. Ah. So good, man. I'm telling you, that guy holds it down for Raider Nation man. big time. Love and it. what a good dude, man. Uh, all right, we appreciate you, Raider Born Rico, and appreciate you coming to us at a 14-hour shift. Uh, he's been working there. And so, yeah. uh, so hey, hey, salute, Respect. my friend. Salute. Oh, we, salute. We, 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 we appreciate you. 
And I uh, appreciate you being part of the show. And I uh, appreciate you um, uh, always with the calls. And now, uh, of course, in the chat room. All right, next up, let's check in. I saw these guys at the airport. <laughs> Didn't get a chance to see them at the game, but on our way out, uh, got, got a chance to see the Mengus boys. And you told us the story off the air. It's so good. They're yeah. the nicest freaking <laughs> guys the, in the I world. I can't wait to meet them. I can't oh, wait. Oh, you know what? And, and I would I would, I would, would say this. I will take the Pepsi challenge for people that are ride or die more than this show <sighs> than the Mangus brothers, man. they are, mm. are Their support for the for this show is absolutely relentless, and uh, and, and I saw it in person, and I, and I cannot appreciate you two boys enough and what you do for Raiders Fan Radio. You know, you, 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 you're always with, on the socials, you know, mm-hmm. retweeting things and amplifying things and posting your own content and tagging us in it and all the things that you do to represent Raider Nation is appreciated and you represent Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, we love you guys, man. And I was so glad that we got a chance to finally uh, meet you in person, Valerie and I did, as we were waiting to uh, check in there. So appreciate you, Mangus boys. And uh, all right, let's let's uh, let's hear from them. Hey, Ma, do you believe us now? And now, hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to the ages tonight. D-Generation Mangus is proud to present its two-time IFR 79-man tag team champions of the world, the Broke Dog Daniel Mangus, the Badass Matthew Mangus, the New Age Outlaws! I love you. And as always, and if you're a Patriot fan and you don't like that victory, we got... Two words for ya! Suck <laughs> And we have another thing for the Steelers. Okay. We're gonna avenge another NFL mistake. Merry oh. Christmas. Oh. You filthy animals. <laughs> Merry Christmas, you <laughs> filthy animals. Nice. I love that I take. I didn't we're writing wrongs. Is that what's yes. happening? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I can nice get down with that. Take. Heck yeah. yeah. I can get down with that's that. That's solid, man. That, that is, is. That's solid. Appreciate you, Mangus boys, man. And, and I and I can attest, they are a 100% in person, just like they are when they call this show, man. We love you guys. That was love great. Love that. Love that. All right. Let's check in with, uh, I would say, I'd say new, but he's been around now. He's getting to be around a hot minute. And listen. Oh, yeah. We literally broke bread with the guy at the Boletnikov mm-hmm. Foundation dinner this year, and uh, just a, a great getting to meet. Um, of course, uh, we, we met him because CPA Joel, who's now on the board of directors for the One Nation Foundation, his brother is Animal Mother, and I uh, just really enjoyed hanging out with him and getting to know him. And again, somebody else. These these, these folks, when you when everybody in our chat room, people that call our show, you all hold it down for Raider Nation yeah. so beautifully, man. We just can't appreciate it enough. And so thank you, Animal Mother, for the call this week. And let's check in uh, down in L.A. and see what he's got to say. Hey, this is uh, Animal Mother calling in from uh, Southern California. I'm enjoying some gridlock traffic on the uh, 210 Eastbound Freeway right now. It's great. Uh, still recovering from a weekend in Vegas. I was out there uh, with my brother, CPA Joel. Uh, it was awesome to get to meet the Raiders fan radio uh, team, meet some other made men and women. It was, it was a great time. Uh, putting the Cobb Foundation here, it was, it was awesome, man. It was a weekend uh, for the books. Uh, everything involving the Raiders was. Uh, I didn't win a single dollar. I'm down like a thousand bucks probably. Oh, no. Between the slot machines and everything else. Uh, but I said it all weekend. 
I was saving my luck for Sunday. Nice. Section 131, C 131, row 16, seat 12, and I watched my Raiders beat the Patriots. We saw it live, baby. Let's go. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. I didn't think it was going to happen. It was crazy. Uh, I was getting real. Uh, I thought we were going to witness another collapse. Um, McDonald's play calling was getting really uh, pedestrian. If I could sit in the stands and predict what play we're about to run, uh, I, yeah, I got to believe Bill Belichick easily knows what's coming next. Uh, yeah, like a so we screen put it pass. together there at the oh. end. Uh, Matt Collins had to trade uh, gloves with Foster Moreau. Uh, we were all kind of making fun of it when it happened. Uh, and then all of a sudden, uh, Matt Collins decided he was going to catch the ball. So whatever, do that every game. <laughs> uh, and then there was the uh, the touchdown uh, that they reviewed for like 20 minutes. Uh, we got a call. Finally, pass due. Uh, and then the uh, the infamous pass to uh, or backwards lateral to Chandler Jones. And Chandler Jones, man amongst boys, put Mac Jones on his ass. Oh, so yes. beautiful. beautiful. My gosh, we hadn't uh, hardly talked about that. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm in a great mood. The only thing that would make it better is if on Christmas Eve, fucking Raiders go out there and shut all these announcers up because I'm sick and tired of hearing about the immaculate reception. Hey, man. Steelers. I hate it. I fucking hate it. Uh, I hate the Patriots a lot. Uh, but Steelers are probably top five uh, most hated teams. So, cheers, everyone. Uh, yeah, let's go out there and put the Steelers down and keep it rolling. Animal Mother out. Nice job, Animal Mother. Right on. So, buddy, Aaron. Yeah, so and we hadn't talked enough about it, but one my favorite line coming out of that was that Mo Moten, right, co-host there at Silver and Black today, he said Chandler Jones spiked Mac Jones's head to the Earth's core. <laughs> no like, kidding. That was so, so such good. a great that way to put good. it. So good. So freaking good, man. Just and buried him in the turf. Just buried. What, so good. What beautiful imagery of it. You know what I mean? It's My like, gosh, that's going to be a meme within Raider Nation forever. Oh. No, it, for sure, yeah. Forever. And I don't know if that you saw Chandler Jones. I guess they asked him about that. And he, yeah. I, I don't know the exact quote, but he said something about you see so many defensive guys that like get taken down by the quarterback. So he thought, I'm just going to run through him. So he can't take me down. Like that was like his mindset. Oh, instead when of he, trying to get around of him. Trying to, yeah, and then getting taken down by him. Yeah. He was like, I'm well, just going to truck what, him. Well, Mac <laughs> Jones, I don't know, for whatever reason, decided that he was going to try to square up with Chandler Jones. <laughs> like, I mean, like lined up to him like yeah, he was he a corner about to go deep. Dude, like he right? got on his heels a little <laughs> bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you yeah. Know, I mean, you see, you see these yeah, like. He didn't open his hips good enough there. He's yeah, sure, no, no, no kidding. Uh, well, he tried to tackle Chandler high between the five and the five. You can't do that. You can't do that. That dog, you gotta get blasted into the earth. Literally, yeah. Uh, Tucked his head underneath the carpet is what he did, or the turf. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, There's a new tuck. Oh yeah, man, that was that was incredible. That was that was so good. Uh, And the gif of it. I mean, the still imagery of it. I mean, everything. Amazing there. All right, good stuff there from our buddy Animal Mother. And again, I cannot appreciate him and CPA Joel and their service to our country and everything that those guys have done, man, have been a pleasure to get to know them. And they've been a very welcome addition to the Raiders Fan Radio family. So I appreciate them. All right, next up, we're going to hit the last call of the night. So I I, I kind of teased it early on. We heard from Ebony to start off. And now we're going to close it out with Tyrone Graves. Greetings and salutations, fine ladies and gentlemen of the Silver and Black Raider Nation. My phone memory is maxed out. Can't send or receive emails 
So this rhyme's going to come in vocalization. We're number one trending, most memorable game, and everybody in the world is trying to give it a name. Of course, I got a few. Now, shall we begin? Hey, y'all, we got a call? Or Keelan's Hill is in. To all the Patriot fans, the Megas twins say you can suck it. Just call this 2001 payback. Guess y'all should have tucked it. We're having fun naming this one. Staying true to the right away. Name it as a bullshit-ass call. Or better yet, the final play. Since we're in Vegas, call it Jacoby, the bad gambler. But I myself going to call it Chandler. The manhandler. Nice. Fiftieth anniversary of a controversial thriller. Saturday night we raid Pittsburgh to silence all the squillers. A Christmas tip to my Raider Nation: guarantee your holiday as well. Make sure you tickle her tassels and she'll jingle your silver bed. Wrong <laughs> <laughs> grade, aka rhyming Raider wrong. Proud oh me, man. Co-winner of the 2022 Best Rated Couple Fanny Award, mile marker 50th, recipient, and two-time winner of Dust and Drive. Oh, my gosh. Ryman Raider Rowan, if you need him. How come he's not made? Is he not? He's not made. Wait, what? No, no, I don't think so. Is he on there? No, no, no. The best couple, best made couple, but not individual. I don't know. Was look at you got your list. Tyrone's on oh, there. Right. Please tell me yeah, Tyrone's, Tyrone's on there. On there. Oh, Never yeah, mind. Yeah, okay. All right, all right. I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, because I was thinking because he's only called mostly emails. It's oh, mostly right. emails. It was yeah, mostly yeah. emails, but yeah. I think that might have been one of his first calls there. But yeah. Anyways, amazing, amazing job there from Ryman Raider Roan. That was that, that was, was incredible, great. man. That was incredible. All right. So here we go. At the end of the show here, so we award a Sizzler Award that goes out to the best email or phone caller of the night. We appreciate you so very, very much, Tyrone Graves, and uh, and all the rest of the, of you. And uh, Swag Jeff, who do we have? All right. Well, we started with a few great emails from Hooligan Nation, Silver and Black Mac, and, of course, Paul. And then uh, the voicemail start. Of course, we have Sonny always bringing the fire. Uh, Ebony Graves just freaking fired <laughs> up in the in the parking lot of Five Guys. Uh, totally fired up. Uh, Lala Meloso celebrating with T-Pain and just cruising around. Josh in the 703 is calling it the Sin City Miracle. He was down really bad until Derek Carr's passed a Cole, and he said, man, F the Steelers. Uh, Adam in San Diego said, we'll take the win. He's fired up. Houston Raider Steve said, if you don't like it, you can kiss his grits. Uh, Rico, Rico says he's a Raider till he dies. Quit everybody's moaning. Put your black on, have a drink, and hang out with strippers or whatever the hell you want to do. Um, Mangus Boys cutting another promo, and he's ready for another revenge game uh, to revenge another NFL travesty. Uh, Animal Mother saved his luck for Vegas for Sunday, and Tyrone Graves bars. Just bars for bars. sure. Bars. So yeah. So absolutely. So hey. So so he's got a tough job tonight. It's a tough job tonight. So you know what? So and I, this has never happened on the show before. It's never oh. happened on the show. So we have two sizzlers we're giving out tonight, and okay. it's going it's to be the couple sizzler. Ebony and Tyrone Graves. Let's go. I am the sizzler. <laughs> That's amazing. Sizzler. Well, yeah. Sizzler. 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 We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders. You know why we are here, and we are 
from The Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Chandler Jones. Getting yelled at at five guys because your team just won. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> <laughs> so we appreciate you, everybody that, that called and emailed the show. Appreciate all the amazing. Hold on, don't hit the button yet. Okay. Well, thank you for all the amazing, amazing, amazing chat room uh, tonight. And, and I'll leave it to you all to shout out the chat room because please do. But I do want to uh, call out our buddy B. Allen there. Says, I hate the cold, but when it's this effing cold, uh, listening to RFR and the Raiders warms my heart. That's, oh, that's hey. like, hey, for this time of year, respect. man, like that much, much respect. And we cannot thank you all enough. And, and I'm going to say this just one last time. And then I'm going to shut up about it. I, uh, I I can't express enough gratitude, and it's it, yeah, it's this time of year. But coming off the weekend that we just had, I can't express enough gratitude to everything that you all do to support Raiders Fan Radio, from your merchandise sales to the direct donations. Um, even if it's not a monetary support, hitting a thumbs up, hitting a like, hitting a retweet, any telling your friends. Anything that you guys do to support our show, we are genuinely thankful for and cannot appreciate it enough. It makes such a massive difference. If it, it like it's a, it seems like such a simple little thing to hit a bell on a thing or to hit a link or to whatever, but it, all of that stuff adds up and makes such a massive impact to this show. And it's not about this show. We we, we said at the top, the One Nation Foundation is becoming is, is has become the most important focus of us and most important focus of ours going into twenty twenty and we cannot do that without your support so all of you that have chatted tonight all of you that that see our shows and social media and audio podcasts and all that hit a review take it just take a second if you if you wouldn't mind because by doing that yeah it's great for us and our show but with what we're doing with our show we are we are changing and transforming the lives of young women that are at risk of substance abuse and domestic violence and that's what it's all about and that's really where the this is where we're going to go with this thing and so thank you i cannot thank you enough and i'll just say this to merry christmas to y'all or whatever season you're in celebrating hanukkah kwanzaa whatever the the, the season of, of celebration is for you happy holidays we love you guys Love you, Raider Nation. I cannot thank you enough. Say goodbye, oh, oh, Michelle. Oh, I thought, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> she just well, dancing to the outro over here. No, I mean, I think you said it all. Like, it just, I'm just so grateful to be a part of this. And, like, Raider Nation, you always come through, and I love to see it. And also, respectfully, we're going to beat the Steelers. Let's I go. I know they're doing some reverent things, but respectfully, we're going to kick their asses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Respect to Franco, but I don't know if I wanted to be respectful. Let's just whip their freaking <laughs> whip ass, their freaking man. ass. You know? oh, and hold on. And I'm going to cut yeah. you off one more time because okay, I ahead. love to do it. Thank you to you two. What the two of you have done for Raiders Fan Radio this past year has been epic, and it was such a nice, you know, <sighs> moment that we all had together for the show and with our with our closest and loved ones. Like it was, it was really awesome this it last weekend. So thank you to well, I want to echo both. what Sonny said to you as well. So you know, I mean. You took this thing and you ran with it, man. And you know, yeah. and, and you know, you and me and Michelle and everyone that listens and all that, we're making a difference out there in yeah. the world. You know, so you know, and none of that would be possible if you if you and Sonny would have just hung right. it up a few years ago. That's true. You know, you took it and you ran yeah. with it, and and, yeah. and I'm I'm proud to call you my best Thanks. friend, man. Thanks, homie. Appreciate respect. That. Thank you. Respect. Yeah. And hey, and respect every one of you guys. Thanks to everyone in the chat. Pirate nineteen seventy five killed Jadis. Uh, let's see, Raider Flash. Uh, congratulations to uh, to the Graves. 
the Gray family. Wow, yeah. Yeah. The double yeah, yeah, sizzler yeah. tonight. So much respect to each and every one of you guys. Hey, we raised $370 tonight to the One Nation Foundation. So much respect to you guys. Thank you for that awesome Christmas gift to the One Nation Foundation. That'll definitely go towards the 2023 donation to the Bolitnikoff Foundation. So much respect to each and every one of you. Uh, On behalf of Michelle and Murph, I'm going to start this over. Yeah, do it. Uh, So (laughs) on behalf of uh, my best friends, Murph and Michelle, I'm Swag Jeff. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in for another amazing episode, the Christmas episode, the celebration yeah. episode, yeah. The, the Kick the Patriots ass episode. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the the Bolitnikoff Rundown episode, whatever you want to call it. It was episode 276 of Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. Uh, don't forget, boys and girls, what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Merry Christmas. We love you. Much respect. <laughs> YouTube! Goodbye. <laughs> Spike your eggnog! Do it. Oh, let's go. All right, so we'll see you guys next week, yeah? Yeah. Show next right, week? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see you next week, Raider Nation. Same bat time, same <laughs> bat <right>. channel. <laughs> I guess I'll just hit the button. Yeah, I'll fade it out right now. Just press the damn button, nerd.